are live. Hey, Concrete. What's good? Happy hump day. What's good? Girl, it is a day, honey. Ready to get this uh -uh, I need some pep. Uh -uh. Listen. No, ma'am. Hey, what you be telling me when I come on all dry? <laughs> okay. I just be, let your ass be dry. I be no, like, no, no. I get it. Uh -uh. Whenever I come on in the background, whenever she be like, hey, concrete, and I'll be like, hey. Like, I, typically, it's because I'm doing something else or looking at my phone or whatever. And she be like, oh. That's, Listen, that's, when your ass is dry, I just uh, let you sit there and you be dry. Be like, you know what? You can, no, you a lie. I you mean, lie. we could do don't powder you, houses today. Listen. I'm not tripping on that. No, I, you know, no. don't you lie. You call me on it every time. I mean, you may let me be dry, but you gonna call me on it and highlight it and make sure that I know that you know that I know that you know that I'm dry. That your ass is dry as a powder house. Listen, facts. <laughs> whatever. All facts. Listen, shout it's all out your to. Voice. <laughs> shout out to carter drew he says literally about to watch this with my mom she doesn't understand the mentality of some sisters today hopefully this will illuminate the situation listen carter i am so glad that you told us that you're watching this with your mom i will i will be 25 percent less ratchet today 25 <laughs> percent i can't give you number 25 Mom's Listen. gonna be like, oh heck no. What in the entire What are you watching, Carter? Exactly. <laughs> Carter, I thought it raised you better than this. That part. But how Listen. wait, wait, wait. How how's it going? How's your week going? Like what's good? How's how are Baby, you um, you know, they'll say that the devil you know is sometimes better than the devil you don't know. Ooh. And honey, I knew you was the devil, but honey, I ain't think I'll be working with another. <laughs> listen, 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 Heffa. Don't you, don't you even sit up there and lie. Listen, y'all don't know how sweet I am to this chick. I'm going to tell y'all something. If you don't have a sad in your life, like, I feel like I should get some sort of compensation. I am about to marry a You sad. are being I compensated. My, you know, a sad as a friend, like, I, I feel like I deserve some sort of like, is it a class action suit against Sad just because Girl, the only class action suit, suit, the only thing that will be happening is people trying to sue you to get your Sag, baby. <laughs> That's what it is, boo. Let me tell you something. I saw something hmm. going around TikTok talking about the worst signs you've ever dated. And you don't know how many people I kept coming across that said Sag. Now, these were women that were saying, you know, they dated Sag men and they will never, ever, ever, ever. Because Sag men took them up through it. And baby, I can tell you. Sage men are a piece of work, baby. You need you need the patience of Job to deal with them. You need to be like Mother Teresa, like baby. You you gonna have to wear many hats dealing with them sage men. I don't think so. I think that we Job. are a joy. We're beautiful people. We're fun <laughs> to be around. We're the turn up sign. Mm -hmm. We're honest to a Let fault. Y'all ride or die. Like it's yeah, y'all honest to a fault. Listen, brutally honest. They honest to a fault. They ride or die. They do not play about those they love, baby. Like you better watch out. You come for those they love. Like really and truly, they loyal people. I, I'll give you all of that. 
But y'all could be a handful. Maybe y'all could be a whole headache. Oh, Jesus. Girl, we are the <laughs> best, what the most that? fun. Mm -mm. I mean, you it don't get no realer than us. And yeah, you know, you, you ratchet ass Gemini's, honey. No, you ain't about to do Gemini's. Gemini's, I think Gemini's mm. and Sagittarius are typically a good mix because like Gemini's, uh, now we can work a nerve because the thing with Gemini's, we so flip mode. We will be super sweet, super cool, super chill, but you say one wrong thing that just triggers us and you see a completely different side. So that's why people like be like these mother effing Gemini's. But typically we we are, we, we have a lot of care and concern for those who we rock with and we love. So I think we make a good mix because Gemini is going to try to work with you. But baby, y'all, something else. Oh. Shout out to the Sag game, gang in the building. Oh, we Lord, here. Mm. Shout out to Jay the Conqueror. He says, I came here to see women run the manosphere. But when I got here, all I saw was CP time. Mm. Listen, uh, this leadership is better late than never. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm going where y'all go. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna go where y'all going. Blame Danny. Blame, blame Danny. That's all I'm gonna say. Girl, they <laughs> Gemini are terrible things. Kid Klaus, don't don't you come up and hit start that bull. Don't don't Kit, start that bull. Let Look, her know, bro. Don't do it. Gemini, let are her know. Sweet. Like I, I'm I'm very very sweet until I'm not, and when I'm not, oh, you're gonna be like, I ain't know she had that in her. That be who good. gonna say that? <laughs> you Why who you gonna saying? say that? No, I, I believe it. Okay. You ain't got to but convince me since I have seen it. No, okay. Well, the first time that you saw it, were you surprised? Were you taken aback? Hell oh, no, I your best you friend doing... is a Gemini, and your best friend is a Gemini. Yeah, I mean, okay. I know how y'all operate. Know. Listen, <laughs> child, I was like. <laughs> Oh, Miss Miss Danny, you got your work cut out for you, boo, but you strong enough for this. Baby, you should have been telling me I have my work cut out for me because, oh, Lord, they say he won't put no more on you than you can bear. I don't know. Baby, you made know. it this far, child. Listen, <laughs> listen. Uh, no, nah, we know your crazy ass a Gemini. Uh, listen, oh, we we get it. We I I understand. When you said you was a Gemini, it was like all the pieces came, all the crazy pieces came listen, together, and I was like, you know what? That makes so much sense. <laughs> listen, when don't she said that. she was a Gemini, I was like, you know what? Whatever. Listen, it I almost gave me a sigh of relief because you would be sitting there thinking that you crazy when you didn't. Mm. Oh, wow, wow. You know what? That's how mm. sad these are because they don't like copping to stuff. Ooh, we It's everybody fault but this. But you know what, D-Mac? That was the old me. That's young Geminis. Young Geminis are crazy. Mature Geminis, you know, we grow out of it eventually. That was that was the young me. Yes, ma'am. Mm. Sounds but good. How else is your week going aside from dealing with devils? Baby, over here taking over this damn manosphere. Put oh, some respect on my name. <laughs> okay. Okay, KK. You know, um, I am you guys' new leader. Oh, and, you know, I'm offering leader. my masculinity courses. <laughs> and so, um, you know, I am ahead. I'm head of the manosphere now. You heard it oh, here first. Um, yeah. Honey, I am your... I am your queen <laughs> to be. 
Listen. So I you am your new queen. <laughs> Listen. You, they Baby, they're going to get me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're going to get me. Listen. What is it? A, a extremist group? And you, you the queen? They coming for you too then. Yeah, um, but it's okay. It's okay. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. run away when when things get a little rough, and when things get a little hot. I am y'all's new queen. I'm okay. here to help y'all. I'ma save y'all. Okay. I'ma ma- I'ma put y'all in under my mammy skirt, and we gonna fly up out this bitch. <laughs> wow. Listen, y'all can come high under my skirt i got y'all Hello. i am queen mammy Hello. danny mammy <laughs> dang that's how you doing this sis? i am the matriarch the gynocracy i am all <laughs> wait a minute so the manosphere is a matriarchal space now too listen God, that's dang. what they say it's jesus <laughs> Jesus. Oh, DJ Knopf, don't be don't be doing that. Don't be doing that, DJ Knopf. Um Listen, I keep telling y'all the space and left the women. Mm-hmm. Listen. They still here, baby. They still Listen, here. when they I say they was like, Oh, I'm not in the manosphere. I'm not oh. in the manosphere either. I'm Nobody like, wanna claim the manosphere? Baby, all them niggas that ran. They they announcing the space? Wow. Denouncing the space. Dang, they have to? said F the space. And so I am here. I am your new Harriet Tubman. I am your Sojourner Truth. God damn it. I am your Helen of Troy. <laughs> Ooh, jeez. So much be happening. Like, and it be, I mean, literally, you you blink your eyes, you miss it. Like, what the heck just happened? Listen, I, I the mammy sphere. Listen, that's where we at now. You wow. guys are in the mammy sphere. Fear. That's that. Listen, that's interesting. Um, <laughs> D Mac, right. don't go nowhere. You got a wrench over here, baby. You already in. You uh, you in the mammy sphere, baby. Oh, wow. Listen, you a member. You mm. a member. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you better salute to this pimp. Listen. Oh, oops. Let me not say that. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Please don't. <laughs> please don't. Please don't, baby. <laughs> listen. <laughs> You, it's been all kind of allegations. Demetrius, I am your new Helen of Troy. You are here. You have made it to the Mammy Sphere. It is a brand new story, bruh. Y'all in my space. Allegedly. Allegedly. I am one of your new leaders. I don't know who else, who else still here, but apparently I'm in charge. You know how that one was like, I am in charge of the girl. I'm in charge, period. I'm in charge. I can't keep up. Mm, mm, mm. She said she's Harriet Tubman on, on that on that day. I am the oh. Harriet Tubman of the Manosphere, baby. I, okay. I am. Uh, I'm taking wh- taking these fools through the Underground Railroad. What, what's the woman? Is it Angie Stone? What's the woman? Angie Stone. A- Angela Angela Stone. What's the woman who who was the the woman with the fist up? She be having a fist up. What's oh, um, with the Black Panthers. Yeah. Um, yeah, what's her uh, name? I was about to say something. Um, Angela. Um, dang, I can't think of her name. I, I can't remember her name. Um, I don't know how it, it escapes me. Uh, her name is her first name is Angela, but I can't remember her. A- Angela Davis. That's her yeah, name. yeah, Angela yeah. Davis. yeah. That's me. Mm-hmm. I'm here All to help right. y'all out. I see you. Power to the people. <laughs> Hold your fist up. <laughs> yes, power to the people. <laughs> Listen. When I say they getting ready to put my ass up out this place, mm-hmm. 
<laughs> Did you hear her? She said she was running yeah, the man of steel. You saying all that? Watch somebody create a stream and be replaying all. Oh, if it ain't Atari, it's gonna be somebody in the man of steel. Shout out to Atari. <laughs> If it ain't Atari, baby, Atari been having that heat lately, though. I've been over there like, ooh, what else happened? Girl, <laughs> Let me that catch thing you. got nothing else to do, baby. baby but yeah. Atari um, so if y'all have any questions about the Manosphere, direct your questions to me, your new leader, um, you're the best leader that you have ever seen, Ooh, okay. one who will not leave you nor forsake you, one who's going to have your back, one who isn't going to get the money and run off on the plug on your ass like they doing to y'all. I ain't going to run off on the plug. I'm still, I'm still stay. They done ran off on the plug. Listen. Wow. <laughs> Shout out to DJ Knopf. He was he says, damn, Sister George is like, is Brad Pitt and Troy? Is there no one else? You bitch ass <laughs> niggas fight back. <laughs> Y'all are hard on the brothers. You hear me? Y'all are hard on the brothers. Wow. Now, now mm -hmm. DJ Knopf said that. I ain't gonna call y'all that. I'm gonna call y'all my brothers. But they but need to and pretend that you called them anyway. It don't matter. Listen, but y'all need mm -hmm. to understand that y'all are under new leadership and y'all gonna put some respect on me. Okay. Put some respect on my name. Put some respect on my name. I hear you. Okay. okay. That part. Um, Shit. listen, I don't even know if I can get off into how my week is been because maybe. And when y'all come up to the panel, y'all have to refer to me as your highness. Okay. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, your week it has been eventful enough for the both of us. Listen to her. Oh my God, here, here this fool go. Talking about I'm here. What she say? She uh, said Cynthia Gicha. Told y'all, black men walk out. <laughs> she just here for the clips, and baby, she ain't lying either. She is not lying, baby. We having that screen on auto record. Listen, uh, she here for the clips, and she ain't playing at all whatsoever. <laughs> this day gonna help her. <laughs> Um, listen, Ken yeah. Murphy, uh, the village arsonist. Um, I don't know if you heard yet, but you especially need to know this because you, you like to be you know, rowdy and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I much. am the new queen and y'all needs to respect my authority. I am Ooh. the new leader of the manosphere. According mm -hmm. to y'all, mm -hmm. I have been elected into this is not the life I chose. Oh, this life the life you. chose me. Well, tell them then. Tell That's them what it is. Mm. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna put some respect on my name. You see, Jay the Conqueror with his messy behind. Wait, oh, uh, wait, wait. <laughs> go ahead. I'm sorry. Shout out and to Andrew Wilkins. He says Angie Davis got a white guy like all pro-black women do. Last I saw, she was with a woman's. I thought she was with a woman's. Damn. Oh, I ain't like her then. Shut out to Jay the Conqueror. He says black men are the least protected in this space. Oh, protect black men. <laughs> I told you guys can hide under my skirt. I got your back. I am your new mammy. Look, come to mama's bosom. That's what she said. Concrete, they say that's what you be doing. <laughs> no, I do not. I do not be They say you hold them in your perky bosom <laughs> and I'm the ones that cuss them out and you sold them. You console them. That's what they I say now, Concrete. I, do I don't know. That's what they say, Concrete. They say you be coddle, 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 that's coddle, coddle. Listen, I said, I said, you don't think that she mean? They was but, like, no, nah, that be your mean yeah, ass. They was like, Concrete is the one who's going to cuddle them. I don't know why them. you don't see it. You're the only person I ever encountered that don't 
I'm see, see that I'm I'm sweet. The only because you know. I think you're sweet. I just think you be sleep when when it happens. I don't ever get, really get a chance to see it. I I don't know. <laughs> you know what happened? Don't you play with me? I what? I'm, I'm so sweet and thoughtful, like just very much so. Oh, look, she crazy. Um, you know. Shout out to Jane. He says I'm not joining the Mammy Sphere without some free gifts and food. You was the one who won the damn raffle before. What are you talking about? No prizes. And some food. You better feed him some ramen noodles and some door prizes, baby. Baby, they're going to get Lunchables and a damn Capri Sun, child. <laughs> Don't be giving them them babies Lunchables. Uh, child, all the money I'm about to make off the Mammy oh. Sphere. Mm. You know, <laughs> they better get what they get and relax. Do not, don't, don't be hating. Don't, 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 don't do it. Don't do it. Shout out to Jay the Conqueror again. Black men are the most educated and the most overlooked here. Hmm. <sighs> he said it. Listen, those sound, those arguments sound mighty familiar. Mighty uh, wait familiar. a minute. Uh, AR, your your wife would never. Would That's because your wife couldn't. She ain't oh, me. She can't never, leave. She would never or could never. She could never. Oh, okay. Don't you better put some mm. hey y'all don't get timed out. You better put some respect <laughs> over me. Put some respect on my name. Tell them. Mm. As um, your new leader, y'all need to put some respect on me. I am your new leader. Queen Danny. She said bow down. Listen. <laughs> you know, I started Just don't put King in front of your name like Beyonce did. Listen. Don't 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 say you you King D. Like Beyonce was Queen B. Mm -mm -mm. King Because mm -mm. mm -mm. King D sounds a little masculine. It it sounds like <laughs> it sounds like something. <laughs> yeah. 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 Let me post my picture of Tony Danza up here on this community mm -mm. tab so y'all can know who's the boss. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, you own one mm. girl i am your new leader i am girl but anyway uh, cba he a colorist too only light skins can lead that's baby. that's what it is listen baby it's 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 dark skin leadership over here today y'all gonna get what y'all need y'all gonna finally get some real leadership y'all gonna get a leader that's gonna stay down y'all gonna get a leader that ain't gonna run when it gets tough that's you what y'all about to get. If you want to be a leader in this space, you got to use that light skin filter. I filter my picture some more. I almost look <laughs> light skin on this one. They better stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can pass. Shout out to DJ Knopf. He says black men are the most abused and unprotected. I don't mm. give a fuck about them stats. <laughs> what them stats mean? <laughs> what them stats mean? I them stats don't mean nothing. What them stats mean? Y'all always talking about y'all abuse, but y'all don't well, know how to submit. That's the problem. Y'all always it, trying to run your damn mouth. Shut up. Submit. Submit. Shit. Get your ass in that damn kitchen and cook some and shut up every now and then. And maybe you'll have a woman who can lead. Maybe you will have one. That's what you need. Damn. Always trying to run your mouth. We add another person mm, to the big, mm. big three and Danny. Mm. No, nah, baby, it's just Danny and the, it, oh. it, no, baby, you, it's like Gladys Knight and the Pips. It's Danny in oh. the manosphere, baby. They they behind me. I'm the you know, leader. Eventually, the Pips got kicked to the curb. Well, they mm. better act right. Get some act right. I won't. I won't. It won't have to go down like that. I'm okay. your new leader. They not. They not running me. I run them. You understand? I feel you. I feel you. Okay. Just as long as everybody know, honey. Because I ain't, I ain't going to put up with this shit. 
Look, I ain't finna put up with it. You gotta put your foot down in this space, cause baby, baby, that that's what that's the problem. They didn't let everybody run amok. Hmm. We're gonna establish some damn order. Uh, Sophia home now, baby. Sophia home. Get some order then. Shit, some order gonna Get be restored order. around here. That's the only only way it's gonna work. Listen to this. Look at this. Black men are the most submissive and unappreciated. <laughs> I, I listen. I don't know about that. Maybe unappreciated, but I don't know about them being the most submissive. They ain't submissive. They ain't under They over appreciated, overcompensated, and hmm. still be begging for more. Eh, eh, and black man magic. Black man magic. Sit what? your ass down. I'm not even gonna hear that shit. Hmm. Get your ass in the, go outside and mow the grass or something. Go do that. <laughs> go fix a car or something. Go build us a house. Mm. Shit. I'm tired of leading already. Dang. Um, well, this is going to be a difficult space. So, listen, if you tired already, that ain't good. That ain't a good sign. <laughs> Child, look, these fools nonstop. Shout out to Jay the Conqueror. Black men are the most oh. happy group of men. <laughs> Uh, Wait a minute! Listen, look at this one! Look at this one! Look at this one! Opening our options, divest. Listen, y'all didn't y'all open y'all options since the '80s, baby. That ain't nothing new. Mm. Oh, oh! So now you're really yeah, trying to you're trying to run to uh white white mammy? That's what you're trying to run into. <laughs> listen, they taking all the black women talking points. Mm -mm -mm. We see you. All y'all do is steal. Y'all steal. That's all y'all no do is steal. No originality. None. Always mm -hmm. gotta use the black woman to get to the top. Yeah. Shit. That's and awesome. I ain't paying no damn child support either. <laughs> well, you know what? Speaking of that, that's a perfect segue. Did you see the video? Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this ass. Look at him. What do you say? You, sis G, you sis need G. to get speech lessons. Oh, to be our leader. Can't have somebody with a funny, heavy, country accent speaking for us at the council meetings. You see how he tried to do you? Andy, you got that deep uh, PG County accent and you talking about my good sis accent? You're going to be you? timed out. You you better <laughs> learn where you at. Learn where oh, you at, Andrew. Don't get timed out. Andy. Look at this. Mm. Black men are learning to rest in our masculinity. <laughs> Lies. Lies, because I ain't seen it. You it's all liar. good. We'll go overseas and get some new men to replace y'all ass. Don't worry it's about it. Uh -huh. mm. Mm. Black women going their own way. Mm. Mm. Wig towel in full effect. Mm -hmm. It's wig towel over here, baby. <laughs> wig, towel. wig towel in full effect. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to put the it's it more, but I don't know how to get all the acronyms out the way. No. Independent black women on the rise. That's what that's what it is, baby. It's wig talent. Uh what, it how war. You it war. It war. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you say it. It war. It war. We're it war. <laughs> it doesn't have the same ring to it, but it's funny. No, I like it. It war. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay, hashtag wig towel. Mm. Listen, if y'all act just act masculine, but men could release their femininity. <laughs> y'all said that we are already acting masculine. What you mean? 
they will be um you know y'all gotta stop being conditionally masculine y'all want only want to be men when it's time to have sex we need a man all the time we need a man 24 7. act act in your masculinity don't be uh trying to be conditional with this shit. be masculine all the time they're even lazier overseas y'all always hating on on the foreigns Listen, always hate on the porn. That's what they be doing. Hating on the porn. I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. It ain't gonna work. Uh, shout out to Jay the Conqueror. He says S Y S B W. Whatever, Jay. Damn Same right. And shout out to DJ Neff. He says black men turned in their passports to com- commit to oh. black men. Wait a minute. Black men turned in their pa- oh to commit to black women. He meant. Uh, y'all should. Mm-hmm. Should. I'm so over it. Y'all, uh, better put some damn respect on my name. That's all I know. And when, and when y'all come up to the panel, I will be as Queen Danielle, mm-hmm. Queen Sister. All hell. All hell. Mm-hmm. Put the. I don't. I need. I need like one of them things to put in the chat. What I need, concrete. You, you know, like a crown? symbol or something. We need us a symbol. Oh, what about the crowns? No, nah, because that's Danica. We need some. Oh, yeah, else. it is. The crown heads. Um, yeah. What else uh, signifies royalty aside from. Qu- oh, they got the little queens, though. You got the little queens with the crowns on. on put head. the queens in the chat, then. That's mm-hmm. what we put our queens put in the queens chat. In, with the crowns on their head. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Jada Conqueror. He says, Black men have a 25% by <laughs> <laughs> Jada Conqueror be, be coming for y'all heads, baby. Oh, I'm talking about he needs to chill. Don't stop now. Don't I'm stop so now. Don't do it. Y'all, somebody said wig emoji. Oh. <laughs> he said the wig emojis. Wow. Y'all, do they have wig emojis? I don't know. I ain't seen them. Uh-oh, Atari got the queens in the chat. Throw them queens up. Yes, Atari, the black queens. The good-looking sis. The black uh, queens. Oh, God, I think I'm entitled to next stream, the reign of Sister George. Ooh, okay. Actually, I like that. Listen, that has let's a go. It has saying, a nice honey, ring to it. I'm mm-hmm. just saying, honey, this is Sister George's reign. You know what I'm saying? Okay, okay, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, uh, if y'all ass sit around and learn how to cook or something, make some damn food. Always complaining about some shit. How you ain't getting no good damn treatment. (laughs) (laughs) Twerking at everybody damn restaurant and shit. Look, I'm trying to tell you, no matter what. We can't even eat dinner good, and y'all over here twerking and shit. Sit your ass down. Go get your education. Shit. Tired of y'all ass. But, anywho. I did want to get off into something, honey. Yeah, I had something too. But, uh, go ahead, because I got to pull mine back up. Did you hear about mm-hmm. the um, pastor who was 68 marrying a 18-year-old? Did you hear about that? Uh, no, I did not hear about that. Yes, honey. Um, there was a pastor and he married an 18 year old. Mm. Um, and people are calling for his resignation from the church. 
um, everybody is running around here upset and going mm -hmm. nuts. And um, yeah, uh, he married an 18 year old and um, everybody's having an issue with it. Um, I'm hearing a lot of men saying, well, you know, she's still legal and you know, it's uh, not, shouldn't be a problem. That's interesting because I haven't seen that, but I've seen a lot of commentary surrounding. Um, so there was a photo taken of Sasha and Malia, um, Barack mm -hmm. and Michelle's daughters. And Sasha had on some little short shorts and, you know, her little body was out, young body. She was, you know, exposed to a degree. And a lot of men were making commentary about it and the women's are not happy. So um, they they should be around probably like 18 and 20, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know their exact ages. I have to look it up. But women were saying that that's concerning and it is um, inappropriate behavior for grown men to be oogling at these young girls. So it's kind of that was one of the things I had down to talk about. So it's directly in line with this whole case about this old preacher marrying this young girl. Could. OK. Um, OK, so what would make a young woman date a man that old in your opinion so i think it's similar to the young girl who married her god daddy <laughs> um i think that typically when you see young girls that go for guys that much older it's one or two things well just really one the, the financial security i think that young girls either see the bag and or some a lot of times they come from like broken homes and they want that security that like the young girl who married her god dad he was 50 something years old and she was 18. um you know she her and her mom were constantly into it she came from a broken home she said her mom was putting her out and she was living from pillow to post so to be able to have that stability and she had a child so to be able to have that stability and not have to be concerned about whether or not you're going to have a place to lay your head with your child uh, i think oftentimes that's like one of the biggest motivators for young young women or young girls okay i definitely think it is um a lot of something going on is something going on in the home that would make you even have an attraction to me to a guy that old um mm -hmm. Yeah, because I'm looking at it and I, I've never had um, an affinity for just old, old men. But like, right. you know, like when I was like 17 and you had like the sexy teacher, you know, the teacher was hot mm -hmm. or whatever. You know, you would kind of be like, OK, you know, he's a nice looking yeah, man. He's a good looking man. I was man. young, like a teenager. I was like, OK, 17, 18, like the guys that like went to like the local college i'm like oh hey cute you know going to the college yeah. basketball games and stuff like that but never like you know over probably 20 years old but um yeah i've never especially somebody old enough to be my granddad mm, I, I ain't i, ain't I mean like truck. what's the point Ew. yeah uh, um uh, shout out to eugene still he says no but i hear of so many men my age dating women young enough to be their daughters or granddaughters um wow it, it's a weird it's a weird thing to say too um shout out to andrew wilkins he says that's probably one of the pastors i used to hang out with at the strip club that andrew we're not what? surprised 
That, exactly. That puts into into perspective. So I want to know, what do you think about men? Because pe- the girl, women that I saw, they're posting streams about men making comments about Sasha and Malia. And I think Lil Duval was saying, who do you think going to be the first rapper to date one of them? Something to that effect. And um, the women have problems with it. And they said they think it's weird for men who watch girls grow up. And like literally, you know, the... the um, the uh, Barack and uh, Michelle's kids, like we saw them grow up, uh, ver- you know, essentially in the White House, meaning like we saw them when they were very young, we would see pictures of them throughout their young adult stage and them growing into teens. Um, do you think that it's weird for men to kind of go after a, one, a, young, uh, a young lady that he watched grow up? I do think that it is weird because then is it a thing that that man watched um, her from a little girl and had a certain attraction to her from when he was when she was a little girl to when she became old enough or, you know, it gets to be scary, especially if you have daughters, because you don't ever want to think of anyone watching your child or trying to treat your child a certain way because they eventually want to date them. Um, And then if it's a person that's damn near older than you, imagine somebody older than you trying to date your daughter and they've been a a long time family friend. It's something that would make you uh, think twice. Um, And then when you talk about people and their attraction, it's interesting because then you know this also plays out on the the female side um how many times have you heard from your homeboys or your guy friends that they didn't knock down um a woman that was in their 30s while they were 18 19 years old and i've heard that story more than i can count um way more than i can count because you know i've talked to a lot of different people about whatever but a lot of guys have said that they have dealt with women that were twice their senior and nobody has had a word to say oh, yeah. about it. So it's somebody interesting. said in the chat. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Danny. No, I was going to say um, it gets to be crazy because we we love to relegate this type of situation to it being just men. But this is a human condition. Women are just not convicted or Mm -hmm. uh, put in the same light when they do it. And Stella got her groove back when Stella out there uh, fucking 20-year-olds and 19-year-olds. But it's a sugar daddy or no, it's predator when it comes down to men behaving in the same manner. It, it, I've never, I've seen them all white women hugged up with them. Uh, 19, 20 year old men ain't nobody called her a predator once. Nobody, okay, nobody personally. I find it problematic whether it's a man or a woman. And somebody in the chat said, well, if y'all had a problem with this, y'all would have had a problem with, why didn't y'all have a problem with Jada in August? We absolutely did. We did more than one stream on Jada in August, literally. And and August was in his 20s, but Jada preyed on him and he was um, in a fragile state. So we absolutely had an issue with it. We spoke about it numerous times, but I want to say personally, um, I don't think I have a problem with men who watch someone grow up and like on her 18th graduation on her 18th birthday, he waiting outside her house like, yeah, now I can talk to her. And I remember like, OK, so the very first time that I had an older guy try to talk to me, I was 11 years old. 
11 and a half years old. And um, I remember it vividly like it was yesterday. I walked to the store with my cousin. She was maybe like 14. And it was a guy who was maybe 22, 23 trying to talk to me, 11 years old. And she was like, that's my little cousin. She, you know, you, you know, kind of like went off on him. And I didn't tell my brother because he had a real bad reputation. And I already knew how that was going to end. But I remember even after that, when I turned, when I was like 13, um, a guy who um, was in his 20s used to, like, he asked me one day, he would always be looking at me. And one day he asked me, he's like, how old are you? And I was like, 13. <laughs> and he was like, oh, when you get 18, you're going to be trouble. I, come, come see me when you get 18. So yeah. I remember being a little girl and literally having guys like trying to wait until I turn 18, they're already looking at me in a lustful way and wanting to engage in a, in a sexual act with me. And I find it to be predatory. Did you develop yes. early? Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. I think that we, uh, I had a shape ever since I think I was 10 to where I noticed like, Oh, okay. I have a shape, but, um, when I, I think I'm, I'm lucky, luckily for me, I was old enough um, at a certain point when I, when I got some real shape, like when I developed ass and all that stuff. I'm, I'm happy that I was older in that aspect because I have heard of, you know, a lot of girls going through like, those things too. I had, you know, I was, got, I had, you know, my top heavy, you know, somewhat, but like, I didn't develop, I, I think when I was 13, that's when I started to develop a little bit of hips. So, you know, if I got on like biking shorts and a t-shirt, like you kind of see me filling out, but it wasn't like a crazy body, like uh, that, I, uh, in my opinion, that you would have thought that I was way older than I was. You could still tell I was a kid. Like I had a kid face and literally like that type of stuff I do find problematic. I think that it's natural, like for men to find women attractive. Like somebody says she's 20 and, um, the other sister's 23 you know like yeah. it's natural for men in their 20s to be like oh she fine she hot she she's attractive like i think that that's a natural thing we, we know that that's not predatory but i think like the whole oh i can't wait to you you know rubbing your hands together like bird man i can't wait to you 18 you know watching somebody from the time they're 11 12 let me old. let me ask you a question uh -huh. so then what do you think in the situations where the like you have a son and a father and the son brings home a nice looking woman and the father's like damn boy you really did that you did that boy and you didn't learn just like your big dad over here <laughs> what do you think about in instances like that because i uh when when you know back in the day back in the day when i was fine you know uh It'd be like the daddies and uncles would be like, "Yeah, boy, you did them that boy. Oh, yeah, boy, you did." And it it would make you kind of uncomfortable because they still leering at you in a yeah, certain I've manner, and it ma it made me uncomfortable. I, I've had men say that, but I was I was grown by the time I had men like, "Oh, that's you. I see. Oh, you know, I see you." Kind of like you know, dapping dapping nephew up, or you know, like I was grown by the time you know, maybe a young adult, but grown nonetheless. But I still find like if you're saying that to your 16 year old son or nephew on his prom date, that's what I was gonna say because I have seen uh young ladies in their prom dresses 
and I have seen literally grown men like Owen and Owen and Damon. And I thought that that was interesting or, you know, to give you a even better example, when you go, um, when my, I used to have to take my son to uh, basketball practice okay. and if I took him, um, he, he had a supplemental coach as well. So when I would take him to supplemental practices on Saturday, um, it would be a lot of young young men in the, the gym. And they sitting around playing with their shirts off. And um, they are muscular and stuff. And you know what I'm saying? Like you would see women um, gawking a little bit. And I'm like, oh, that ain't the move right there. Right. Um Absolutely. I, I think that it's problematic on both sides. Like, I'm looking at you real strange. If you like, I don't even like the whole, that's my little boyfriend to two-year-olds. It won't be mine. <laughs> exactly. And see, Solomon is cute. So your friends being like, oh, that's Solomon, my little boyfriend. That's inappropriate. You know you what I think the difference is, though? You know, as opposed to having like a young son and, and then we be like in um damn near in the same generation. Me and him, we old, like we we got enough years. So my friends, they'll say, "Oh, Solomon's a cute, little cute little boy," right, right. but they ain't looking at him like, "Oh, well, yeah. girl, you really you have Solomon, honey, <laughs> girl." Yeah, I think okay, that makes a difference. Like I, you know, I was a young mom, so like my 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 two friends that I used to hang with were also young mothers too. So, but they never like coincident. We all had girls, so we didn't do that. Yeah. But I have seen women do that to little boy. Oh, he gonna be fine. He a heartbreaker. That's my little boyfriend. And the little yeah. boy blushed in and yada, yada. I just think it's inappropriate. It is. It absolutely is. Shout out to DJ Knopf. Oh. <laughs> He said, y'all get the likes up for Concrete Smelly. Oh, my gosh. Shut up, DJ Knopf. Go on, on, on. Somewhere. Shout out to Andrew Wilkins. He says, speaking of Jada, Jennifer Lewis is just like her. She preyed on many young and older men in entertainment. She wrote a book about sleeping with Pac, Will, white men, of course, and many others. Damn, Andrew, what's the name of this book? That shit sounds juicy. Yeah, yeah, listen to you. Like, listen, I read it. It sounds scandalous. And, yeah, honey, you know Andrew can tell a story. Oh, uh, shout out to L. Nixon. He says, hey, sis, I came in and heard C. Rose spilling out and was like, mm, oh, my gosh. My bad. <laughs> LOL. Shout out to the chat. I owe C. Rose. Um... Listen, C. Rose said them things was thinking. Listen, I, I mean, you know, because you some people like sometimes you develop when you're young and you know you 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 haven't grown into your body, but you know it was just disgusting to me. But Charles yeah. Merchant said y'all would go crazy in Latin culture. They are presented to the world at 15 called quinceanera. Um, that's actually true, Charles Merchant. And to be completely honest, there are some gypsy cultures that present their daughters uh, at 10, at 10, at 10 for potential suitors, like looking for potential suitors. Um, and I'm talking about here in the West too, because they still have a very, you know, intact culture when they when they uh, come here. So mm, yeah, you're right, it's a cultural thing. I get it. And to be completely honest, I don't believe in um, Monday morning quarterbacking or, you know, um, you know, looking back on something that happened. Like I've heard people talk about, you know, um, 
uh, different religious leaders or and how like they dated or married younger women like i feel like first of all it's um is the word i think it's anachronistic for us to kind of use today's moral standard and apply that to something that happened in the past so i get it back in the day it was common you dated first of all people died earlier like the average lifespan was like 35 years so literally you were there were like uh older men uh, because a lot of women died during childbirth uh, there were older men, you know, maybe in their 30s, 40s, even 50s, who sought out a young wife as young as maybe 13 years old. But literally, that's when you, you're really fertile during those teenage years. And, if, you know, they wanted to have a lot of children. So you literally went and found a very young wife. Um, so I am not looking back on the past and talking about how disgusting it was because it was a different time span. There was a different moral conscience of the people during that day and age. And I think that it's unfair for us to judge that on, you know, what we know today. We've evolved as a people. We've become more civilized, allegedly. So I think with what we know, I think that, you know, just kind of thinking about things that have happened in more recent times and examining it, I think it's appropriate. But to examine something that happened 50, 100 years ago i wouldn't necessarily do that yeah absolutely uh-oh shout out to ed <laughs> i was an ugly kid they was like bless his heart he Ooh. gonna die alone <laughs> shit if they won right <sighs> oh my god <laughs> i can't stand it is mary Listen, you know ed mary not, right look. no he ain't yes he, he is, is. Ed, Mary, Ed, get off the chat because you troll. Ed too. always trying to throw people off his scent, you talking about he an incel baby. Ed got a whole wife. Ed, Mary, 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 you child. with a wife or, or two or three. Like, stop playing. Why you play so much in the chat? Playing for five years, been playing. But anyway, shout out to Jay the Conqueror. He says, so if she was thirty, would it still be weird? If who was the, oh, if Sasha and Malia, who's he asking about? If who oh, was thirty? No. Um, oh, I guess he's talking about if you watch someone grow up and she's 30 now, I think that's different. I'm talking about the men who literally can't wait till you get that diploma or can't wait to that 18th birthday because they've been eyeing you since you was nine and waiting for their chance. I think that that is, you know, a little mm, questionable. I don't know. I feel like um society as a whole is kind of going to like hell in a handbasket type of culture. Um, there the sexual divide is starting to be less and less. Um, it's starting to be more of an anything goes type of thing. Um, nobody is tripping about anything anymore. Um, when they said her dad was actually at her wedding fourth time he's been married that pastor had been married the the father was actually present at the wedding they what? said the mom did not show up to the wedding you get your daughter away to this man please and so then then when you get into situations and it it goes into talking about people being groomed and the parents also participating in on that you know it, it really gets to be some shit I agree. Um, I wouldn't give my, let me tell you something. My daughters are young girls, young adults, um, in their early twenties. And I wouldn't give them my blessing to marry somebody 65. Mm -mm. And if their dad did, we gonna have problems. <laughs> we gonna, you better square up because, <laughs> uh, you know, no, I just can't see it. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, if my daughter wanted to marry somebody 65, she could marry somebody 65. I'm gonna just have to 
teach that baby how to get that insurance money since they want to listen play. ultimately they're gonna do what they let me tell you something i have a really good relationship with my daughters like my daughters really respect my opinion that isn't to say that at the end of the day they don't do what they want to do but they literally call me all the time for advice they call me you know for advice for their boyfriends hey you know he has this you know business venture and he wants to know what you think about it and because we operate in the same room um my daughters really trust my guidance and I'm thankful for that. Uh, ultimately, if they were interested in the 65 year old, it probably ain't a whole lot I could do. They won't have my blessing. I'm not coming to the wedding. You better not bring him to my house. None of that. But, you know, I, I, what can you do? You know, when someone is grown, they're grown. DJ Nav, shut the hell up. <laughs> yeah, y'all be taking it too far. Don't I'm do that. I'm trying to tell you, baby, listen, boy, please. Um, Sister G is bag first. No, um, my daughter's probably gonna be bag first though. Um, <laughs> listen, listen. Um, dealing with you red pill men. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and and I'm ready to get off into this topic, but dealing with you red pill men and trying to figure out why when black women are so attached and why black women embrace the city girl culture. Honey, let's get off. Yeah, I want to bring it. something up really quick. Oh, before go we... ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I had one real quick. But let me ask you something while I'm pulling it up. So are you're not you you don't plan on teaching your daughter to be feminine and submissive? Like what or can oh let, no, a better question. I ain't even gonna ask you that. Can one be up on game, have a full understanding and full knowledge of what these dudes out here are about, but still be feminine and submissive and embrace traditional roles in a relationship absolutely absolutely okay. um because i think if the more game and knowledge that your child has about the world and men and people in general then she's not so quick to fall for everybody or um any anybody that tells her she's pretty and she's cute and you've taught her self-esteem you've gave her um a bit she has a lot of common sense people ain't just able to run over her and run off on her um she knows how to pick and she knows how to choose a lot of problems have come from us um not tr then she has male leadership who can also help her out with these things when you equip your children with all of those tools they've seen a healthy relationship you've given them the game um you have you still have a child with relationships with their fathers they have healthy relationships with their mothers i think that is the best way to equip our children now that being said of course nothing's 100 percent. nothing's 100 percent. but um statistics have all shown that uh, children turn out better when they're in a two-parent household. Um, children that have seen examples are of marriage will probably, you know, it's a it's more of a like likelihood of them to get married. So I think that when you do have um, healthy relationships in front of your children and you're teaching your children all aspects, um, then if they've seen healthy examples of love and they've seen submission and they've seen leadership then they'll strive to have healthier relationships because it'll be like and i you know when you've when you've seen people 
um, whose parents be in healthy relationships. Man, my, my mom and dad have been married for 45 years. I want something like my mom and dad. And when they've seen their mother's love correctly, when they've seen their fathers loved and respected and served correctly, um, then that sets a standard for them because you're showing them a living example of, look, right. me and you ain't got to sit here and yell, curse and fight. Um, healthy relationships have disagreements. You're going to have disagreements. It doesn't have to turn into a war. Um, healthy relationships are loving out loud. It doesn't have to be all this strife and bullshit. And I'm not trying to sell y'all a dream, but I've seen some healthy examples. Um, it doesn't have to always be doom and gloom, but I think you should best equip your child because if you don't tell her what's going on, tell him or her what's going on, somebody else will. And nine times out of 10, it's not going to be the best way to learn that lesson anyway. So. I think so too. And I agree with that. I think equipping your child, informing her of what's what, keeping it real with them and, you know, kind of putting them up on game also can avoid like them kind of going through the pitfalls of, you know, some of the relationships that they would encounter that sometimes break people, you know what I mean? That create situations where someone becomes extremely bitter as a result of said situation and also shows them what to look out for. They're also going to avoid that rage stage where they find out later in life the truth and go through a period of rage or anger. You know, they have always known what it is and, you know, they can operate um, with that in mind and kind of keep that in mind when they're making decisions as it relates to their uh, dating and mating choices. So. Let me ask you this because it's interesting. I'm looking. Um, shout out to Andrew. He says, Black women been city girls since the Jim Crow days. Let's be honest. Honey, they was twerking at the uh, at the march, at the Million Man March. They've been twerking Ooh. since then. I got you, Andrew. They was twerking in them damn cotton fields. They was twer twerking while sharecropping, goddamn. We've been twerking for a long time, and the twerking must stop today. Listen. That's a new leadership. I was um, going to ask my question, but let's go into it because it ain't that important. So I no, no, but I, I did. Uh, so Atari says play or be played. Um, and it's interesting. I don't think that black women are the ill-prepared ones. It seems that black men are more ill-prepared for today's market or have been more ill-prepared ill-prepared than today's market um i i see both i see i think that black women are ill-prepared i think that the choices that they make is is evident that they're ill-prepared like black women don't know what true masculinity looks like so you have them maybe mm. with the pookie or ray ray and getting pregnant by them then being left holding the bag so to speak and being left to raise children by themselves and picking up the pieces and then trying to rectify their life choices by finding a good guy and i think that so in that sense i think that black women were not necessarily put up on game as it relates to what type of man they should be looking for and mating with um but uh as it really i think that black men have suffered the most because of not being put up on game yep yep um and i think that's where their rage comes from and with great reason if everybody has told black women that black men ain't shit and girl, you need to be on the lookout for this and you need to be on the lookout for that. And then um, when black men get to a certain point, everybody telling them that, 
oh well you know that sugar and spice and everything nice just gonna trick off a little bit buy a little couple flowers why you gotta be so stingy um you need to soften up what's wrong with your boy you act like you're scared of pussy you need to chill out relax damn what's wrong with you and i think that we also manipulate our boys um to a certain degree because we want them to end up with the nice girl and um <laughs> that don't always happen yeah i think so too i think that boys are i think that there is a, you know in a sense boys are taught that if they do the right thing go to school you know be chivalrous you know be you know um good to women that they're uh very giving and they're polite and yada 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 that they will land a good woman i think so and um but they're not necessarily taught about the pitfalls. Men aren't typically taught about the pitfalls. They learn that later in life. Nobody is like generally, and when I was growing up, nobody was having conversations with nine-year-old boys telling them, man, these girls are hell. You know, you got to watch out for this, this, and that. And I don't think you necessarily, like I think you can uh, tailor the message to the age group that you're talking to. But I don't think that boys, young boys are taught about like, uh, you know, what they will truly encounter when it comes to dating until it's later in life and they've kind of experienced some of it themselves. Yeah. Shout out to Javon Thompson. He says, women already know what's up. They just don't care. Hmm. Um, Javon, that's not true. We ain't always know. <laughs> it took us a minute. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to figure that out. Like, as it relates to women, I think that like, okay, on one hand, when we're real young, we hear the fairy tales, you know, that we're going to find our Prince Charming, that he's going to rescue us right off into the sunset, have children, all the things. But when we look at media, like the gangster, the thug, the street guy, the macho guy, even when you watch in like white um when you're watching like white motion pictures or white movies uh you know the bad guy it has an allure to him the, the bad guy always gets the girl the bad guy is the girl the guy that all the girls want um like there's a lot of glorification of that tough macho bad guy whereas the reserved you know socially awkward guy who's into collecting comics and you know into you know anthropology and you know um paleontology and all those things yeah he's never highlighted as the guy that the girl wants you know and then you have to think about how young those behaviors start those behaviors start off very very early um when you're in school uh you know the fairy you're kind of programmed with the fairy tale shit at a very early age and they're telling you who's cute or who's seen as preferred um and everybody else has to kind of go get it out the mud and then you know parents make their children into the shit that they were or the shit they that they ever weren't and so then it's dressing the kids and trying to give these kids a certain type of personality and making the kids have certain swag and you're trying to groom, groom the kids to be a boardroom pookie quote unquote and so i'm watching that type of grooming even when it comes down to my kids now so i'm like it's really really interesting because a lot of the programming comes from from us
Oh, that's where that's where it comes from. And the thing is, you'll have to combat it on the reverse end. You have a very attractive son, a gorgeous daughter. Like you're gonna have to combat it on the other end. Not them. They'll both be the picks. So because they're the picks, you'll have to kind of. Um, you know, yeah, so you have to teach them from not being elitist or um, right. not trying to flex their looks or their monies or their fashions or whatever in front of nobody or right. being humble, not jumping in when everybody's making fun of everybody right. because kids go through a lot of pressures themselves. And mm -hmm. then you think about how much time you spend with your kids versus when if your kid goes to school um, yep. every day. And you think about how much influence your child is having with other children versus what you're able to teach them it's at home. It's worse than when we were growing up, though. It is. Because when I was growing up, like, I'm about to age myself, but, like, the internet was not a thing. We didn't have, I mean, we had MySpace, but, like, the pressure from social media that these kids have to deal with, like, you're not just, get, it used to be, when I was growing up, you only got validation from your classmates or the kids on your block. Now you get validation from hundreds of thousands of people all across the globe. And that can really blow one's head up. So you really have to understand the importance of also shaping the character of these children outside of, you know, them just being popular because they're attractive. But are you a good person? Are you a person of integrity? Are you honest? Are you like, are you also, you know, um, ensuring that you are building those core skills in your children too? Right, 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 right. Enough, don't, right. don't tell a damn lie. Uh, shut. Oh, um, this is the thing. Can a nine-year-old comprehend that? I think you should say it around age thirteen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you say it around age thirteen, your ass is already late. late. Them kids is yeah. already late. late. You would be surprised because your kids will sit there and manipulate you into thinking that they don't know. Now they're not going to know all the ins and outs of things. But there are certain behaviors that they understand. There are certain things yeah. that they understand. There are a lot of things that they have a misunderstanding about Absolutely. that you need to start talking to them about. But we get so scared of. Yeah, we get so worried about trying to age our kids. Yeah. And I don't think it's necessarily about aging them. But if you nine. And depending on what demographic you're growing up in, mm -hmm. if like I'm not going to sit around and let my son watch uh, love and hip hop and shit like that. Right. But if they get into a situation and somebody's talking about a certain thing at school, yeah. I'm going to teach him everything that I can surrounding right. certain things. Um, I'm going to teach him the slang. I'm going to teach him. Yeah the game yeah. about it um then teaching him you allow someone else to teach him and they have total influence over his thoughts if yeah you don't talk to him about it. and then you can't penalize them when they come to you and tell you something another thing that we like to do as parents a lot of my friends couldn't tell their parents shit right. they couldn't tell their parents anything and they had to sneak and do everything mm -hmm. my mom had an open enough relationship with me that now I now I'm be honest, I didn't tell my mom everything, but I wasn't afraid to tell my mom when I did get in trouble at some point. And it was like, look, this is happening, yada 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 is happening. And my mom would talk to me about that. And so I, I thought that 
that was the you know that's a thing like start talking to your children if you having them if you got a nine-year-old child i guarantee your nine-year-old no more than what you what you'll give them credit for that's i guarantee you we don't realize it like we really underestimate these kids especially because they have so much access to media but you just you know solomon's not too much older than that age so you know first of all kids recognize at a very young age that they're quote-unquote cute that they're attractive yep. they understand that people are attracted to them that they're attractive yep. and they will they will manipulate kids will Next. use that to their advantage kids as young as five years old know that they can wrap their mom or dad around their finger that all they have to do is bat their eyelashes kids understand more than you think you can have the conversation with them but you have it with them on their level you may not be able to go in depth with them about it but you can give them analogies that they can understand you can you know uh you know draw inferences you can kind of make it into maybe uh a story time in order to pull examples but you need to have those conversations with kids at a young age because you run the risk of someone else already shaping the minds of your kids regarding these subjects because you don't think they're ready to have the talk. Yes. A shout out to Javon Thompson. He says, the notion that women have to be told that dating criminals is unproductive is probably not a wise decision. Mm. It's utterly laughable. Hashtag they know. This is the thing. You all kind of expect women to choose. Um, y'all don't expect women to choose men like how y'all choose women. And then when we tell you guys that attraction plays a bigger part in our community than it does in, in most communities. Now, don't get me wrong. It does play a part in. I think it plays a, a role in everybody's community. But other women have sense enough to know that partnership relationships mean access to more other women got that down to a science black women then abandoned in that message and said fucking i'm getting my own bag but uh if you're telling women you program women to look at these things and to look at these flashy things and to be attracted to these flashy things everything you turn on in the media is flashy it's pretty it's beautiful um, they may have certain villain traits and we're taught to look for the villain and want to turn the villain into the good guy. Mm -hmm. And that programming has started earlier and earlier in our country. And so, no, because even with the men, nah, it's, it's not just with the women, with the men, you're told that, oh, well, she if she's the girl next door, she ain't sitting over being a girl next door and having a train ran on her. But y'all, we've seen aspects of that where you're told yeah. to look for the girl next door or you don't need to date the the fast girl or the fast girl may not even be fast. It may be the girl in the damn glasses and, the you know. We've, but the thing is, they're like they literally want us as young girls to forego all we see in all media around us, in the stories that we read. Literally, the fairy tales have the bad guys winning. Every movie, cartoons have who's looked at as the villain as winning. You guys have to understand there is a heavy emphasis from media outside of us. So yes, logically speaking, yeah, we understand that the bad guy ain't necessarily going to mount us anything. But literally, these are thoughts 
that are ingrained in us at a very young age. And from you from that birth to five years old, you're the most impressionable. You're seeing it in cartoons where the guy who's bad that's running away, you literally start seeing yourself uh, empathizing with the bad guy and wanting him to win. That is a heavy social conditioning element that we don't want to take into consideration. And it does impact how we move. As Danny said, all cultures like, you know, that that they have, you know, there's in all cultures, and, and I think that there are some distinct differences that we can point out. If you think about like Latin cultures, there is a heavy emphasis on domesticating the young girl and also a heavy emphasis on family and ensuring that she understands the importance of her marrying and building with someone. In white cultures, to be completely honest, I think that the men, the white girls and white boys are socialized completely different than black girls and black guys. As a result, that's why you see white women marrying younger. Um, they're married, in the, but white men are also socialized to marry. What black boys are not socialized to marry. Black boys are not going out at 22 looking for someone to marry. They're not going to college looking for someone to marry. We're socialized completely different. So we do have to take that into consideration. But um, also, let's not ignore those external um, the external conditioning that young kids face. And that shapes how um, they view the world outside of them. Uh, shout out to Andrew Wilkins. He says, that's why it's good to have pooky friends at a young age. They prove that black women love to be dogged out and bust down. They display black women's true nature or get you your college educated friend who's in a frat um, who's also able to achieve those things. You don't necessarily have to um, hang out with a pookie um, to get down to a woman's true nature. Hanging out with those pookies is going to have your pookie ass in jail. That's all. Shout out to Jay the Conqueror. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I, I don't know how, like, why my phone, my thing just muted by itself. Sorry. Just really quickly on Andy's point. I know that you guys make the distinction and I'm not doing this to be like, oh, all women. But I do want you to understand it's not black women's uh, nature. It's women's nature. Understand that because a lot of the things that you see in black women, you also see in other cultures that they're with the same shits. And that's why I'm saying like, don't think because when you think that this is just a black woman thing that makes you susceptible to other women or women of other cultures being able to manipulate you because you think they're so different than black women. It's a woman thing. Mm. Shout out to Jay the Conqueror. He says, y'all ever noticed how black women's always dress up and train their sons to act like the baby daddies that Ooh. left them. Yeah, about that. He ain't lying. He ain't lying. He ain't lying. Shout out to Andrew Wilkins again. He says, Demetrius, yes, tell your kids early because kids are doing adult things young. Mm -hmm. I noticed long ago, rainbow life trend starts with elementary girls. I got a um homeboy that was a pastor, not a pastor, excuse me, an assistant principal at a elementary school. Um, we're gonna have to get him on to do an interview with him one day because I think that'll be um some shit. Mm -hmm. But he was telling me that they were already um doing like very, very adult things in elementary school mm -hmm. you already send nudes you yeah. already Ooh, touching yeah. on each other mm -hmm. um some are having oral sex already this is in in, in elementary school now you, you ain't lying 
Listen, I'm telling you, like, real talk, when I grew up, growing up, like, Black girls were doing some of the things that white girls was doing, but it wasn't public. They lied about it. It was like, you know, um, you know, like fellatio, for example. It was like Black girls would deny it. White girls, not only were they doing it, they were doing it younger. They were very open about it. Like, they own their sexuality in a way that Black girls you didn't in the past. Now they do. They don't care. They talk about what they do in front of their mama on TV, everywhere they can. But yeah. growing up, it was quite different. But please believe me when I tell you it does start very early. Not only does it start very early, kids start identifying their sexuality at young ages. That's why you got these folk, liberal folks, pushing to not even to not even identify a gender for your child on the birth certificate, to wait and let your child decide, because you know, wait till five or so until your child decides what they want their, their gender to be, because kids understand these things younger than we um, really understand, younger than we believe they do. Yep. Um, hmm. Shout out to Javon Thompson again. He says, ain't nobody telling women who's cute. Their poom poom is. Ooh, 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 Baby, ooh. Yeah, somebody, t I would time Javon ass Listen, out, but Javon's Javon been a good, uh, ooh, Javon out there. But Javon ain't got a point. Like literally, the number of shit. men that's coming at you is really how you determine your value, your sexual market value. Yeah. Shout out to Jay the Conqueror. He says, y'all looking to Tom and Jerry for life lessons. Mm. He's talking about them. He ain't talking about the queen. Uh, shout out to fake angry man. He says, BGS, Obsidian, and Angel Ramirez Jordan all got together and ran a train on me back in the day. You guys are sick. Fake angry man. Real trifling. I thought um, it was Angry Man too. I was like, damn. Initially, he, I did too. <laughs> I was like, he finally recognized me as the queen of the space. You know, I really had to. I was taking this shit yeah. far. I was like, damn. Listen, that head got big. Mm. It did though. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. Um, but my question to you, Concrete: Why black women? Why do black women still embrace city girl culture? Let's definitely get off into yeah. that because I have answers sis okay so as it relates to the topic why black women embrace city girl culture um i personally think that the reason that black women embrace city girl culture is because many of them relate to it it's what they come from and they don't want to let that part of that what that part of them go um they don't want to differentiate themselves from those who are known to do ratchet things known to you know um do everything that emulating like what they see the city girls do because they still um they still enjoy that part of you know who they are uh i have seen and i think there was someone that was in the chat last week when we kind of talked about this just briefly um i've seen women with you know master's degrees very educated degreed women women with businesses like all still enjoy twerking a lawyer i have a friend who was a um uh some sort of biologist. I can't even think of. It's not a. Oh, a marine biologist. She was a marine biologist, actually, um, and she uh, graduates with her uh, JD, becoming a lawyer um, this summer, and she still works. Like literally, I think that they still enjoy that aspect of 
life. And as a result, they don't want to distinguish themselves because if they do and they start looking down their nose on the women who do those things, then, you know, they'll be called hypocrites. So that's personally why I think they enjoy it. Why do you think they enjoy it? Or why do you think they embrace it? (sighs) Black women embrace city girl culture because it represents the new free black woman the black woman who can do what she wants to she can go where she wants she can talk how she wants she get in a bag she able to play these dudes it's glamorous everybody wants to be like a city girl um when they look at these old married hag ass bitches these weak ass bitches that have to submit to a man can't get no bag always gotta ask for permission that what well why would i want to do that you gotta go and wash some funky ass draws i get to lay up in a lap of luxury and if i choose to have a man around me i don't have to deal with him on an everyday basis i can make him do what i want him to do and then he can leave and then that way i'm in control i run the show um i'm in charge nobody gets to run over me i don't have to worry about being cheated on and dogged out Mm. since you got to worry about being cheated on and dogged out and you steady um riding around in that old ass honda civic when i have gotten to the bag Mm -hmm. and i still get the same things you get you having to deal with the bullshit not me um black women embrace the city girl culture because they it's a status symbol she gets to walk around in her new bags and new shoes while you still walking around with that ratchet ass michael kors she got that dior on her feet you over there looking like you've been thrift slow shopping all your life um she stopped shopping at fine uh shopping malls and um, boutiques and she's able to do and be whomever she wants oh, and yes. when you guys are those married women or women who are homely and you you trying to be all up in the church mm-hmm. you ain't getting what you want you still getting played these niggas still ain't marrying you you ain't getting half the attention i get as a city girl the city girls get way more attention than you mm-hmm. um yeah What's the point? Ooh, let me tell you something, baby. You said that I, I, I actually <laughs> listen. You said that we got a few super chats to read, but let me say this real quick. Um, I think that really and truly the tables have turned. I think that wives are now ostracized. You, I remember a time when, like, literally, it was it meant something to be married. Like your ring meant something. You had a level of status because you were married. Yep. Now, it like women who are married are looked down upon. I've talked to many young girls who, for one reason or another, think that their great grandmother or grandmother was not happy. They felt like, like, even in the situations where um, granddaddy had a family on the other side of town, or uh, grandmama didn't have her own bank account grandmama you know um didn't work outside the home she tended to the home and always seemed to be busy there has been an assumption that grandmama wasn't happy like Mm -hmm. i don't believe that these women have had conversations with these women and sat down and had i think that this is their assumption because for whatever reason one reason or another they don't see that for themselves in their lives i've told the story before that my great grandmother 
um, didn't work outside the home. My grandmother worked outside the home. My great grandmother did not work outside the home. And my great grandfather owned several homes. Uh, he owned uh, several taverns and bars, whatever you want to call them. Um, and he had a family on the other side of town where he made eight kids with this woman and she was killed. And my grandmother took those kids in. I was young when she passed away. I never had a conversation with her to indicate that she was not happy with her life. Um, you know, who knows what their situation was? Maybe she was like, you know, do what you do. But as long as these bills are paid, like we don't know. And to uh, to many of us, that seems like a, a horrible existence. But the same women who feels like that seems like a horrible existence are women who don't mind signing up to be a side chick are women who literally mm. will have no respect for anyone else's marriage will literally say, I don't want him coming home to me every night. I don't want to have to wash his drawers. So I'll sleep with him and send him back to you. They are literally signing up to be the woman that they think ruined families back in the day and caused this turmoil in families back in the day and like proudly talk about um sneaky linking that's all you hear all day long on social media is people talking about their sneaky link sneaky link this sneaky link that and the same women will say that grandma was miserable uh at home because granddaddy was stepping out or she didn't have her own autonomy for me i need my own autonomy i like you know to be able to you know make my own money but at the same time you don't like they can't make the assertion or assumption that grandma wasn't happy based off of, you know, what they know in hindsight about granddaddy. I think that it's completely unfair, but they're using that to hinge their reasoning for celebrating thought life. And I just find that to be very interesting. I know we got a lot of super chats to read and we can get back into it. Yeah. Um, but the thought life is seemingly more beneficial to women nowadays because when you are with somebody and you're supposed to be married and committed, you're having to submit. You don't get to think for yourself. Your man run you. You can't even go outside without permission. You 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 got to be in the house at a certain time. You don't get to hang out and kick it. You can't never go on no girl's trip. You always got to be up under that nigga. That nigga still cheating on you. He's still running around on you. You paying half the bills. You are are sitting around miserable in the house you having to watch after kids that ain't yours you gotta be his babysitter um you having to deal with his ratchet ass mama you having to deal with all kinds of shit What's his, baby mama. Listen, his baby mama and if he got multiple it really is some shit you can't do nothing outside of this nigga that part but i'm gonna tell you like if you literally a woman who is identifying with men will be will be quicker to get um, denigrated on social media than a woman who uh, is celebrating thought life all day long. Like literally that is the culture that we have. Like I, I think that the problem is to women today idolize rappers, baby mamas, literally the Jada Chiefs and the um, Ari Fletcher, like they idolize these women. Literally they want to live the life that they live, not having a ring, not having someone that's committed to you that you're building with, but literally being able to pop bottles, go to the club, you know, 10 days a week, buy the long Malaysian bundles of hair, you know, like that, that is literally what they aspire to have, not to grow old with someone, not to make a family with someone, not to own property with someone, not to build wealth with someone and create legacy with someone. All of that sounds boring to them. 
Well, let's do ourselves a favor, Concrete, because, girl, we these monologues is getting longer and longer. Girl, we about we, to X y'all last out, just like they left y'all right. last in the mental sphere. Keep fucking playing go with us. Go ahead and drop the link. We can talk about everything else with the panel, fool. I have a few more points to cover, but I ain't, yeah. I ain't mad at it. We, we yeah, but uh, y'all about to get X'd out, just like the mental sphere left y'all last. Y'all keep fucking playing with us. Y'all ain't gonna have nobody to talk to. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Y'all heard it. Y'all heard it. Um, but uh, Eugene still says city girls equals a new sisterhood. What you think about that? The city girls been a sisterhood, but the problem is, is that you'll also have wives looking at these hoes and thinking that these hoes are happy and that these hoes are excited about the life that they're living. But there's other sides to both points. Um, while the city girl does get to live a free life, um, she does go through lots of periods of loneliness and she never accounts for that. Um, you know, I discussed the last time, you know, Bob looking at her like, bitch, um, Bob tired, child. That's a good point. The fact that the city girl goes through bouts of loneliness, but never publicizes it. I have friends who have been single for many, many, many years. And they are the party girls, the girls who love partying, who stay in the club, who always got something to do. But they are also the girls who, when I'm talking to them and they're complaining about the fact that like, dang, I don't, you know, like when it's, when it's holidays, the, you know, yeah. July or Christmas, like that they're spending that time alone, that when they have, when they're going through something or they're depressed or they're sad about something, they don't have anybody there for them. Like they're the ones who, when you're having those intimate conversations, they'll reveal themselves to you. But at the same time, you think that their, their life is, you know, so stellar because it's all about celebratory moments all about celebratory moments ain't nobody posting on social media when they are the side chick and that nigga can't spend valentine's day with them and they gotta wait till the 15th nobody is posting about that um everybody is telling you that everything is fun 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 everything is great everything is great i'm living my life and you're a bum because you're running around with that man and I am that bitch that your man will still cheat on your ass with. So I get the same gifts, the same trips, the same loving that he gives you. He just comes home with you. And if I wanted him to come home with me, he would. But these women, I'm telling you, I have a couple friends who go through this, will literally call me and they're crying or upset about the fact that like they're, they don't have anybody that they're connecting with on a deeper level. Like they get tired of the surface things. Really and truly, it sounds all good and it sounds enjoyable. And from the outside looking in, you one would never know. But I know like, you know, I'm able to have these intimate conversations with them and I know that they're not fulfilled. But also, you know, these women are in their 30s and they are, you know, they want more. They want to, they they tell me that they want to settle down, but they're, the face that they put on to the world is like one that they don't give a damn, like that they're having fun, that they're enjoying themselves. So I do find it pretty interesting that like they don't publicize their true, their heart's true desires. But you know what else I found interesting is that these women 
like they seem to act publicly abhor structure. Like they feel like, hmm. you know, they want, they, they promote that they want the opposite of tradition because, you know, structure would mean answering to someone. Structure would mean like I ain't able to get up and, you know, go as I please. That, you know, someone would have a problem with me posting my twerking videos. That, you know, um, me leaving out of the country on a whim would be an issue for someone. That, you know, me, um, you know, wearing my short skirt with the thigh meat all out and, you know, men you know, oogling at me and trying to grab me as I walk through the club, even though I'm partnered with somebody, somebody will find that to be problematic. So literally, I think that having that structured tradition would interfere with, you know, their way of life. I mean, if you got it poking out like that, you know, never mind. Let me read these super chats real quick and then we're going to let you guys right on in. Shout out to Eugene. Oh, we already read that one. Thank you, Eugene. Shout out to Andrew Wilkins. He says the answer is simple. Most black women know they can't be classy ladies and they don't want to. Even the older ones, they can't be good or noble people. So they choose chose to be the best at being bad. Damn, he sound like a, a ad for like a bad girls club or some shit Uh, andrew Uh be out there child listen shout out to jj he says urban blacks picked all the bad habits of redneck whites before they migrated to the city a long long time ago okay um a shout out to jay the conqueror he says city girls be on antidepressants and get idolized listen go that's actually a good point like talking about that and like if you think about it, this generation is dealing with so many mental health issues. And that is how you know that, like, they're not truly fulfilled. I personally believe, I personally believe that we're like, we were, that we're created for companionship. That is like, literally, that is an essential need of ours. And we're trying to pretend that we can be fulfilled in all these other ways. We're so crazy, who raises, man? I'm assuming you're talking about millennials. So who raised us? I'm a millennial myself. What you talking about? I'm just okay. So then, so then, how do you, how do we? Why do black people give such a pass? And I don't mean it, but I'm tired of niggas complaining about how fucked up a generation is. But then we always give a pass to the fucking former generation because the people that have the balls to actually criticize the elders are called haters and disrespectful. So I mean, you didn't I even listen to what I said. You didn't listen to what I said. Well, basically, I'm at, I just want to add, I mean, is that what you're saying? Do you agree no, 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 that no, no. we're going to no, criticize no. the current generation? That's we we can't act about. like the fucked no, up kids. The arsonist, that's not what I was saying. I said specifically that the, the this current generation is trying to pretend that they're fulfilled by so many other external things as opposed to uh you know the uh, uh, you know having things that truly um that would truly um satisfy our basic needs that Wait. that is why they're empty and that is why they're having these feelings of loneliness that they're battling so many issues it's because they're they we need to get back to the basics literally likes are not going to truly validate you at night lights are not keeping you you warm at night you can't you know all the validation in what? the world isn't going to um you know help you when you're having a rough day when you need somebody to confide in 
when you know you feel lonely, when it's a holiday, sister, and, sister, sister, you know, sister, don't have someone to I hear, sister, sister, I hear That's what concrete. you have to say. I agree with you, but we cannot discount, we can't neglect the importance of wealth and power at the same time. We have to oh, be practical. That's a completely separate. We have to be practical. It's time for us to get out of fantasy land. Stop talking about love and the pyramids and shit all day and Jesus and about that because that's a very important part of having an intact. Can we do both? Can we do both? Absolutely. Okay. Okay. I'm not okay. saying that we shouldn't. I'm not saying that one over the other. I just what my focus is not. Okay, my bad. My bad. I, I talked about that at the very beginning of the stream. I just I yeah, thought maybe you were one of these Erica Badu. We all need to drink herbs. Uh, she, 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 she not. I don't know. I don't know. TBA. I think you might though. need to drink some damn herbs. So I ain't gonna lie. You might need to go. I talked about the importance of us partnering with someone that we can build with, focusing on legacy. I talked about all the things that you're you're highlighting, but this. But material wealth is important. You admit. to hell with all that, man. Are we going in order, or are we just everybody? I mean, you know, nah, you know, uh, TBA just came up here and started talking. That's what we're doing. We just jump. You're, you're not one of these poor righteous teacher types, right? I'm just making sure. I don't want to. Man, TBA. Material wealth is important, right? TBA, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay, I want you to relax, and we're gonna go in the order that our panel was. You're okay. actually up next, okay? Okay. Shout out well, to Javon Thompson. Quick, but okay, you want to dance around it. I respect this Thank guy. you. Uh, shout out to Javon Thompson. He says, you actually believe them when they say they're lonely? Um, Javon, yes, uh, people do get lonely. It's no, Absolutely. it's no, it's not that. If easy. someone is crying to you and literally it's a, it's, it's happened on more than one occasion about the fact that, you know, they're lonely and it's the holiday and they don't have someone to spend, you know, their life with and they're tired of being in this rut and tired of the dating scene and a new guy every couple months. Yeah. You're going to believe them. Um, shout out to Mr. Z. He says, city girl life comes off as liberating to many women. Are these women actually happy? No, but rhetor rhetorically, it's a thumb in the eye to men. Median income for women is less than 30K a year. They're not living in luxury. It's cap. Um, what you guys fail to understand is, okay, it, when it comes down to survival, um, I'm going to say that sometimes the women are happy. Sometimes the women are sad. They're not always living a sad life. And I don't want you guys to get that confused. A lot of you guys um, are focusing on them being, you know, winter is coming. Winter is coming. Winter is coming. Winter is definitely coming. But winter has not happened yet. Winter is also coming for y'all ass. But um a lot of guys a lot of people aren't doing aren't financially sound but they've taken out enough credit they've managed to get whatever car right. they they living Absolutely. in what if they were smart enough and they got into a house before all this housing shit then they really did themselves something they but of course most they don't even so, want to buy so. property they're living yeah. in luxury apartments they're vacation you can put vacations on quad pay they found a way to be able to afford and to be completely honest the pay discrepancy between immediate uh, income of women and median income of men is like ten thousand dollars or less it's not it's not there it's not less than thirty thousand dollars 
dollars. Nonetheless, women have found a way to put things on layaway that they want to enjoy. And it ain't like they paying that shit off. And it's not like people really give a damn about credit. You have some women that are not concerned with credit. Um, a life full of debt. And then what's the point? Uh, you're not going to throw them in jail for debt. They won't be able to get anything. But then you have other entities that charge very high interest rates that will be able to bail them out. And that, that do bail them out at some point. Sis got a 300 credit score, but she can go to one of these little buy here, pay, pay here places. Listen. Listen, exactly exactly so you never know what's going on but morpheus uh, what are your thoughts on today's discussion yeah get to talk um uh, <laughs> so yeah I, I hear what you're saying and um you got all you have to do is look at the, the mothers are raising which is generation x the first independent woman so they put that in their heads when they were little girls that's why they want to be city girls you understand those women put in their in their minds like what they wanted to do, you understand? And they don't, they, those women don't realize that they fucked them up. Cause look at the, look at the generation X women today. They're breaking down. They're crying that they're lonely. This is why men are saying this. Cause you forget, we are your, 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 your sons, we're your um, nephews. We see the women that were the city girls of the past and they're breaking down. And, and, and truly, these are gonna break down faster because the, these young 20 something, guess what? The black boys that are 20 something, they're not simps and they're not dating them at all. They don't have that fallback like the Generation X women had. So they're gonna, it's a bigger fall for them. And they can flash it up because of social media, make it look like something. And we know they get extra money because they got some simps. But see, when you do the whole life, the city girl life, that has an expiration date. Because a woman's, a woman's value Jordan, is there. Hold on. The woman's value. Hold on, guy. Hold on, hold on. The woman's value is their youth, and youth is finite for a woman. So they, they can't be they can't do that at 30. You said it yourself, got the 30-something girls calling, crying to you, right? And I believe you. I knew a girl, she was one of these strong independents. One time she talked to me that she was lonely, and I was shocked because the way she portrayed herself, I would never guess that. So a lot of them are lonely. Don't get it twisted. Okay. Sister George found a husband. So there are plenty now, of what you what you trying to say about me finding a husband? Your husband? What about? There are plenty of men out there that will that will marry single moms. There's not. Well, Sister George got to act right. That's why she got a husband. But some of these girls don't know how to act right. Um, I mean, Morpheus, she, she are you? Oh, wait, 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 wait. Morpheus, are you completed with your thoughts? Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm good. All right, thank you so much, Morpheus. Village arsonist, what are your thoughts? Morpheus, mute up. Oh, sorry. I was, I was actually wondering if you and Concrete Rose, if you wouldn't mind just being blatantly honest. You know, you guys seem like you're pretty honest about things. So, do you feel like you're being uh, censored in any way within the space? Or do you feel like you have to walk on eggshells? anyway within the space like do you feel like you are in any way uh kept from saying how you really feel about something within the space do you feel like there's been some kind of censorship what does this have to do the topic okay, thank you what the, are we on the subject who let the 12 year olds in the room let us do you feel like the, they're being censored in any way um 
Yes, if I do go to certain platforms, I do know that I can't conduct myself the same way I would on my platform. No, I mean, well, that's that's anybody, but in the space in general, do you feel like the women that are within it are censored in any kind of way? Do you feel like the women are kind of kept back from saying how they really feel? Or do you feel like... Yes, on certain channels. On certain channels, it's a no-no. On other channels, it's permitted. It's not like that throughout the whole space. No, it's not like that throughout the space. Okay, okay, cool, okay. I just wanted to ask that, really. That's why I was, because I... You doing a manhood check? I understand. <laughs> what do you mean, manhood check? No, no, no. I'm, Are you I'm trying to see because... if bitches is no, running no, rough I'm, shop I'm around see, here? I'm I get it. See if you feel like you're being held back or censored in any way, or... Well, N- no, but, but this is the thing. Woman, I have to be censored. I have to... This is the thing. I have my own platform. So, if I happen to get into it with somebody... I'm known enough by usually by the people I've gotten into it with to where if I have any issues, I can come back to my own platform and voice. However, I feel you have some women who don't have their own platforms uh, and content creators. Uh, we take advantage of that. We know what's what um, you can't go to everybody's space and say whatever it is you want. You'll get timed out. Uh, you they'll block you from the chat. You won't you don't get to say whatever you want in most men's most men's spaces. You you have to uh they say carry a level of respect, but you know I do yeah, think it's important are you, are you saying that's, that's for women or people in general? For women no, mostly. Yeah. I, I agree with Danny. I think that um you that that you have to kind of know your audience. I think that even I, I think that really and truly, even on our panel, I think that we have always operated with a um, in a certain fashion that like permits us to be able to kind of speak freely because we didn't come in on some super pick me. We're literally just practical and more middle of the road. But I think that we get flat all the time when we say something that's not. What do you mean, super pick me? What is that? I, that's, that's a red flag that's that you're even using that, term. that the men say. With all due respect, that's a that's a red flag that you're even using the term pick me. How you what? Like, stop asking me questions and not allowing me to answer. That's like super ahead, annoying. Talking, Why do you keep I'm doing talking, that? Um, uh, what I mean by that is we didn't come in the space agreeing with everything that the men say, even if we didn't truly believe it. So we we're male identified, meaning we empathize with black men and we understand and also see the logic in a lot of the points that are made in this space. But that doesn't mean we agree with 100 percent of everything said in this space. Can you, and because can you give we me were, an example of someone like that, a woman like that? No, this has nothing yeah, to do with the topic, man. Come on. Yo. No, shut the fuck up and let her answer the question, nigga. How much did you super chat, man? Don't even worry about it. Here. TBA, we 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 done. Um, because it was actually very disruptive and disrespectful to our show. And you didn't even call me Queen um <laughs> Queen Danielle. You didn't even call me a queen. So no, that's out. You're out. I'm over it. Shit that made my nerves bad. Sweet life of Atari, how are you, sis? Hey. Hello. What's Hello. up? Shout out to the gynocracy for taking over the manosphere. Shout out. (laughs) Okay, so I got a couple of points written down, of course. Okay, so basically we're saying that the city girls, um, in y'all opinion, is like um, 
crying and lonely, but just pretending to live this lavish no, no, life. No. That was me who said that. So what I'm saying, and I'm not saying that this applies to all, but right, right, I right. think that there are a Majority. certain sect of the, no, 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 a certain segment of those women who uh, promote the city girl life or kind of ratchetry twerking and all the things um, mm. that like, uh, you know, at night and or behind closed doors, that's not truly what they desire. So I can't put a number on it because I don't know all women who promote that life, but I know that there is a certain sect or some women who promote that city girl life, but behind closed doors, they really desire something different. Okay, yes, yeah, so that made me kind of want to point out the fact that I know some uh, married women who also, you know, are crying and unhappy and because they want to, you know, kind of stay face for the marriage or they feel like they have to be with this abusive person until death do them part, then, um, you know, they're basically, you know, just stressed out and just staying in the situation. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Stressed out even though they get to wait to get away with half the shit. What you mean? And the kids. The stressed out. Yeah, when they, when they get yeah. married. I agree um, with Atari. I've seen some women that like are unhappy in their marriage. Yeah, like, yeah. And then, you know, they'll probably cry today, you know, people or sometimes even worse, like back in the day, they will hold it in. Like, let's say if their husbands were touching the kids or let's say. If oh, the, uh, no, Atari. Come on now. No, you ain't never heard wow. like we gonna keep our family business in the house, and you never heard of that. Yeah, but it ain't. I've never. Not yeah, so then what's like the point in having kids? Okay, so then what's the point in having children? Period. Because Atari have kids, we yeah. all have kids. Yeah. Come on, let you know. Don't no, no, don't no, take no, it I'm all the way out until that field. Saying, I'm just saying. I'm just saying that people can be married and miserable, and people can be city girls and miserable. But it is Agreed. possible. It's possible for the city girls to really be living their life and really be having a good time yeah. and really be. And Danny uh, said that she pointed that out. She said there are some women. Not all. She specifically said when people were going left with that, there are some women who actually are enjoying the city girl life, and I know some women that are actually enjoying it too. But I, like I said, there are some women who are enjoying it. I guess in the daytime, and then like around holidays and around certain days, they do wish that they had a companion and you know had something. Right. And not even have a, 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 a family friend. She's married and she legit. You can tell because her husband doesn't do nothing. He's really, really, really dusty. And she she will just be like, oh, he bought me some makeup and matched my skin perfectly. Or he bought me this It's just like, girl, why do you have to lie for your husband? You know. What about the women that don't have to lie for their husbands and their husbands really out here doing the damn thing? And right. So that's what I'm saying. A lot of people are painting being married and in this relationship like, um, you know, it's better than, um, you know, single and free. The, the difference is the difference is to me. I don't see as many married women trying to rush out to be single as I see single women um, about to break their damn neck to get married. Um, when a woman has a prospect in the works, she can't wait to tell her friends, her families about how Ray Raiden took her on a luxury vacation, how Ray Raiden bought her a new bag, how Ray Ray bought her some new shoes. Oh, Ray Ray did it to me and girl, it was so good. And me and Ray Ray enjoyed our sex on the beach vacation and Ray Ray finally popped the question, girl. Oh, girl, I'm getting married, girl. I couldn't even believe it, girl. And they be excited. I think more women are more excited about getting married than they ever will be the prospect of being single. Um, when it comes down to being single or relationships departing, most women go through a hard period of 
of time. It's a real sad period for us when we break up from from somebody. Right. Um, and it's so, even worse if they're married. Like, you gotta yeah, it is worse when like they're that. married. But uh-huh. most more women are running to be married versus running to the streets. Most women would want to be in relationships versus being single. In my OK, opinion. so the city girl generation is not taking over the if that's the case. If all, if all of these girls really want to. I'm sorry. Yeah, if all of these girls really want to be married, and they re- if, if the majority of women don't want to live this city city girl life, then you know I'm thinking that you know it's not big that big of an issue as we think because the people who desire marriage is um, we, way we way more number on it. I don't think she's saying the majority because we can't quantify it. Right. So, which one do y'all think is the most? You can't quantify. She's just simply said that she sees more women who right. In a relationship and be married, yeah, but, and then I see that if I, I had see, to, I, uh, if it's more women that are living the city girl life, I think the women living city is that my phone or concrete phone? No, I see no it's women. concrete. Sorry. I think that there are more. Go ahead, uh, Danny. Can we do this just quickly? Can you just re ask the question why black women embrace city girl culture? I, just to give Sweet Life of Atari a chance to respond. No, I wasn't finished. I just wanted to no, say I know, one more but... thing about the uh, bachelor pump and dump uh, men or whatever case may be. I don't think that they're in their bed crying and lonely and stuff like that. And I kind of feel like the city girls are feeling the same way. Like, I don't think they're lonely because it's, I mean, it's too easy to go outside. I don't know why you would think that. Um, no, I don't think it's as easy as one, two, three, because. Uh, if it was that easy, y'all wouldn't be tripping so damn hard with getting a man and keeping a man, or not even y'all. And I'm not saying you know, right, right, right. I understand. You. Yeah. yeah. Um, but even when it comes down to pump and dump culture, yeah. you thinking you think about a guy who doesn't know where he's gonna get his next piece of ass from, okay. and he's having to go through his phone and call about five fucking women, <laughs> yeah. and then he don't even, when he finally gets to one, let's say her pussy smells or something, oh, he don't know what he's getting into in that aspect. Then it's not like he's getting home-cooked meals, he's getting back rubs, baths ran for him, he's being loved on correctly, right. um, he's being nurtured in the sense that he needs to be nurtured or uh made love to and treated a certain way he's being treated like a man um so which one you think is more popular like i'm not the just pump and dump safe. culture listen uh-huh. the pump and dump culture and being is single super, and a bachelor the pump and dump culture looks <laughs> wonderful it looks wonderful to men in their early 30s Mm-hmm. Um, to, to their mid 40s it looks wonderful mm-hmm. it looks like the best shit on earth mm-hmm. then when you look at these dudes and they the last nigga at the club and they at the club mm-hmm. when the lights come on they steady having a call Keisha, Isha Tawana, Renisha and they still ain't getting mm-hmm. no damn answer and they steady going through that Rolodex and so then, you think they're then, lying about being happy? Those guys I don't talk? think, I think that this is how I look at both okay. city girls and the city boys. Okay. Right? Hey. <laughs> yeah. I think mm. that they all go through periods oh of happiness. Mm. I think everybody goes through periods of happiness. Mm. Okay. And then 
I think that there are also those points where they'll see their homeboy married with his kids and his family and his family going on vacations. And then when homegirl, when they invite homeboy over to dinner and the house smells like motherfucking grandma, his soul is up in that kitchen and he looking around listen, like, damn, look at listen. the life y'all built together. And the house is decorated. The man, yeah. the woman, they actually got furniture and shit. They ain't sitting around and got damn. Not just uh, in a video game and a TV. Listen, a bachelor's yeah, and not to say that this is the this is a lot of this is all bachelor men because I do know some bachelor men with their shit together. There are some bachelor men with their shit together, but the the pussy hunt does not stop. The pussy hunt does not stop, and if they don't look a certain way, then they having the trick off low key or really be trying to run game and then getting caught up in that, and that's a constant. And so, um then okay it's focusing on focusing on getting some power and i'm focusing on this no um bitches run most of these dudes and we know it it is let me ask you atari because you asking all the questions i'm sorry it's what you said and no no you know that's allowing us to elaborate on some of the points we do which do you think is more desirable the city girl lifestyle or the traditional you know, lifestyle of being married with a family and, you know, building with someone, which do you think is more desirable? I think everybody should have the freedom to choose. But for me personally, marriage, because I feel like there's just an accomplishment, like, you know, um, uh, accomplishing your uh, career desires or accomplishing that new house you want desire or that new car desire if you can master being a wife and uh, having a good husband to pay all your bills then you know I feel like that's just um, an accomplishment oh, of oh, life. you know what I'm that. saying so um, other than other than right. that if a girl okay, says hey you know what I don't want any children I want to wear a million tons of makeup I want to wear her all the way down to my booty I want to take all of these flights if I get sad one day, I see a couple together, I'm going to shake it off and I'm going to get up and continue to live the city girl lifestyle. I don't think that she should be like, hey, she ain't happy. We the ones that's over here happy. I'm not going to feel like that even when I am a wife. You know what I'm saying? No, and we're not saying that. Like like, like I said, I know that there are some women who actually enjoy that. I know some women who literally, if they were to marry, they probably wouldn't want to live under the same roof, of, roof as their husband. To okay. each their own. But I'm saying that you know, some of the women who are promoting that they're that they're happy and putting on face to the public are not happy at, at the end. But nonetheless, can we I say that, that on both ends though? People should do what they want. I don't think that women who don't desire marriage. Yeah, I don't think that women who don't desire marriage should marry for the sake. Your of, phone keeps you know, boarding concrete. Traditional way of doing. But I wanted to know, would you say that? Can you hear me, Concrete? Your phone keeps boarding. Concrete. I don't know why. Literally, I'm sitting in front of the mic. But can we, can we, can we at least acknowledge the fact that there are some unhappy married women, and there are some unhappy city girls, there are some unhappy bachelor pumping down men, and there are some extremely happy people in all of those cases. Agreed. Across the board, you know. I don't know. I think my uh, married friends. Nope. (laughs) Sure do. I love Um, it. Because because knowing when you get to my age and I'm 42, me being 42 and really 
knowing how shit be working out most women are happier in relationships uh when you get to be middle age you ain't trying to be the single woman at the damn barbecue you want to bring your boo too and your hut and and especially if it's your husband it's all the more would better. you feel bad if you had to show up to the barbecue at, at 40 with um no husband would you yeah feel, girl would i did Huh? Yeah, girl, I did feel some type of way. So I'm saying, but what if a woman was comfortable in that, like, hey, I'm cute all by myself. I can show up and I can get the attention that I want. She could be cute all by herself. And then this is the thing. Yeah, she cute and not she cute. I'm not saying that that's what she's going for, but she's going for Yeah, she could be cute and, and she, could, she, she can do that. And what I'm saying to you is, what I'm saying to you is, is yeah it, it sound good in theory it sound good in theory it sounds wonderful looking at her like oh, i don't believe that she don't really, really like it she, oh, she's playing like she likes it she really don't she really not i'm happy. saying i'm saying like i'm saying i'm saying um that when you are in a certain type of lifestyle and this is the thing that when when single women go through single women having to worry about if the the guy that she really likes she really likes him he's got the money he's got the the cars he's got the houses he's wearing the clothes his gucci is real mm -hmm. he fucking five other bitches you just one of the hoes in rotation so wait 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 not not the same way not the same way not the same way and i'm not saying that let me finish my point atari okay my let bad. me finish my point okay when a guy is single when a guy is single there is no accountability that you can hold on a guy when he is single when bad. that man is married to you when that man is married to you there is a sense of accountability that you can hold that man to because that is your man that is yours right but it's you, not gonna stop him it's not necessarily the fact that it's gonna stop him mm -hmm. but you do have more of an insurance policy versus when uh, a dude is running around fucking you your home girl the girl that he ain't told you about he got you running around here doing threesomes you don't even like bitches and this nigga got you out here eating pussy I mean, they be having y'all doing all kind of shit. Y'all try to convince everybody else that y'all happy and you no. excited. And then this nigga can't even show up with your ass to go to the barbecue. He got a, your ass trying to figure out where he at. He done left your ass on red while he out fucking your home, girl. And you sitting here looking stupid at the barbecue. But you cute, though. You okay. real fly. And well, you got you all of the attention for the other man. I mean, or come on, sis. If you're single, if you're single, and somebody gets cheated on. Enough. Okay, go ahead. My bad. Nah, you good. Goddamn, right. Sister George was cooking, but she wasn't wrong. But we was getting off topic, right? I'm gonna ask the question again: Why black women embrace city girl culture? Because it is free, honey. <laughs> it represents the freedom. It represents money. It represents status. It represents me getting to be exactly the woman that I've always wanted to be. I don't have to answer to nobody. I get all the dick I want. Mm -hmm. I get hugs when I want. That's a questionable, though. 
Um, I get to be loved on what I want. That's questionable, though. Um, a lot of those things are very questionable because a lot of y'all motherfuckers do be lonely. A lot of y'all do be desperate. A lot of y'all are desperate for the attention. A lot of y'all uh being in competition with wives and then be sitting over here acting like the wives are wrong or some shit. A lot of y'all do be having like some real life fucking issues. And then mm-hmm. y'all do go through depression. Y'all don't be having nobody but your other homegirl to call and check on your ass and this that and the third um when y'all do go to the barbecue uh, women are looking to snatch up they man because they don't know if you're gonna fuck them in the bathroom i I mean it'd be a lot situation like some women just don't desire to be married i don't think that we could use a blanketed statement as if women somehow you can't all women are happier some women like really and truly don't desire to be married so I wouldn't be able yeah, to say. Yeah, I can admire can the I, wife. Yo, is this an all female? I can admire the wife. No, but I don't feel like you got to lure one to bring the other one back up. You it's not a factor of luring y'all. That is admirable. It's not a factor of luring anybody. It's the fact of saying what it is and what we've talked to and heard from our own homegirls, the things that we've been through as single women. Oh well, no about them. Nah, go ahead. Again. I asked the question before I get to why I even jumped on the panel, right? Why black women embrace city girl culture, right? So from my perspective, I can understand like the ghetto broke chick, you know, subscribes to the culture. And even if they scamming on like, you know, the hustlers and the street dudes, the dope boys, et cetera. I get that. Where I take issue is when you have the so-called quote unquote professional women who take on that same mentality and then you have now, you know, uh, potential husbands and fathers, et cetera, like good dudes that, well, most people would consider good dudes. They've done the right things. They become victims of that, right? I'm not going to get into feminism and child support and all that stuff. I'm just simply focused on the mentality, right? Like, cats that know me, they know I'm in the, the DMV area, DC, metropolitan area, where there's a high concentration of successful and attractive people men and women right dating out here is extremely difficult because it's very competitive every chick owns a house every chick makes six figures every dude is damn near six foot you know what i'm saying we have professional sports teams etc so like it's not like money is an issue right so there's this this continuous competitive thing that goes on you got to learn to maneuver through it but my point is um a dude that's truly established, which is why KS kind of started to take off because he was talking to a certain caliber of men to where it was like, yeah, all right, this is what I'm interested in. This is what I'm looking for. And then you see these women that supposedly meet these characteristics, but then they subscribe to this foolishness. Like you hear about the shit that was going on in Atlanta or Texas or whatever. You know, I got connections down there too, like the twerking in restaurants and blah, 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 blah. And again, I'm not trying to get off into different topics. I'm just trying to provide different context to what I'm saying as far as women that would be considered professional women. So my point is, okay, I would expect that from some of these ghetto chicks that <laughs> Sister George, you've had interactions with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. period, period. Them type hmm. of bitches, you would expect this from them. But a chick like Concrete or yourself, or any other professional woman that's listening in the chat that deems themselves as that. Like, yo, I went to school or whatever. I work for the guy. I got a good job. 
I got a man, I'm a wife, I'm this, I'm that. I hold myself in a higher regard. I don't have a lot of bodies, but you subscribe to that. You know, as soon as the song drop, real ass bitch, give a fuck about a nigga. And I DJ, so I know what these women oh, respond to. I know I could do a, I could do a happy, <laughs> straight up. <laughs> I could do a happy hour. Let me play some Meg Thee Stallion. Let me play some Cardi B. That got them, it don't matter what they got on. They just left their job. They make 160,000, 200,000 dollars a year. They dropping and twerking and shaking that motherfucker. He's like, <gasps> y'all don't dance. Well, see, here we go. See, I'm not talking to you though. I can't have a conversation with you. So I'm not talking to you. <laughs> but like, don't this is the type of stuff that be going on. So that's the only issue, I guess, that address that or answer that or you how you respond to that. Let me say something to yes, that because right. I think that what you're describing, like that type of woman, that's kind of what I was trying to highlight before with Danny. I had to drop down to reconnect my inner. But um, you sound perfect now, too, by the way. Those type of women, they're not, thank you, good. Those type of women, they're not raised to, you know, value marriage. Those type of women literally would not bring anything but turmoil to a marriage. Like those type of women, just like there are some women who literally are professional side chicks. They will, they, from their inception of their dating life to the end of their life, will never play the role of someone's, you know, wife or woman. Like there are some women who truly don't desire to be in a marriage and they're happy and content with the life that they've chosen and literally they know that they wouldn't be a good partner any man that comes across them can see that you don't have wife tendencies you're not someone that i would want to partner with they don't have something of value something sound and concrete that a man would desire that would make a man desire to partner with them on that level so i do think that there are some women who have chosen not to marry and are content with that and they're not faking the funk they literally aren't marriage material and don't desire marriage that's right. No, I, I, I believe. I, I agree. I believe. Wait, quickly. Hold on. Oh, you got to wait your turn, bro. I think I agree to a certain extent that um, somewhere, somehow, they project that they expect that, though. And this is when we get into the first right of refusal. We might see it, like you said, like, oh, nah, that's I would never marry my chick. Like, she can go to happy hour with her homegirls. She could do a little two-step. She starts twerking and getting on walls and popping in her dress. She got to pull it down every two seconds because she's doing the most. Of That's course, I it. agree. But I still think that some of these women in their mind think, well, I accomplished this. I have that. I own this. Why don't I have or why won't this man do X, Y, Z? So it, it's like I, I'm 50-50 on that. With that, though, I think Mr. Z got after me if y'all want to pass it to somebody but just something mm -hmm. to think about yeah um thank you Nav. mr z what are your thoughts what's going on y'all can y'all hear me well yes we can hear you yes we can yeah so um you know i especially listening to atari speak it comes off as this is supposed to be liberatory it doesn't matter class level it doesn't matter income it doesn't matter education they see all of this as liberatory the music the music and what the song is saying and like the brother said the beginning of that city girl song right that they get off on that because it's it is a thumb in the eye to men like i was saying earlier in the comment it is a thumb in the eye to men so it doesn't matter what what I, how much money I make, whether I work at McDonald's or I'm a, I work for a Fortune 500 company, I get off on saying I don't need to be connected to no dude. I don't need no money from no dude. And quite and and anything I do, especially for the for the women that are higher up, anything I do with men is on some 
get the luxury stuff, right? I got stability. I could do me, st make myself stable. Men are a luxury now, right? And, that, and so rhetorically, that's what it is. Now, let's talk brass tacks. What are they actually making? <laughs> What 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 are they actually making? How are they actually living? Most of them are, most of them don't even have the credit to rent the cars that we just talked about, <laughs> right? So so most of them don't even have the money to live in that luxurious ass um, apartment, you know. So like it's it's it really is uh, uh it really is a schism of the mind. I want to say because what you actually live in is different than what you're saying. And you're living vicariously through city girls because you really want to give a, th a middle finger to your sugar daddy, but you can't <laughs> because he's paying that cell phone bill, right? So it really is all at all of that, you know. And I and I want to stress this: when when Atari was speaking, she said something like "admirable," if I'm not mistaken. I think that was the word that you used, and I I, I found that interesting. And it's almost as if she was fishing for an answer when she was speaking to y'all. And it's. You know, there's a difference, and I really like to stress this to women. There's a difference between possible and probable, and what's possible and, and what's probable are two different things. Because uh, anything's possible, how probable it is? How probable is it that single women that's only making twenty-eight thousand dollars a year are actually happy, compared to how possible it is? It's possible. Is it probable? Which one is more probable? Uh, a married woman in a relation in a in a marriage with children being happy, or a single woman? You know, don't don't know who her next boyfriend's gonna be. It's not stable. You know, um, it's 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 telling us she's happy, and and then when she's in a relationship, then she tells us, oh, I was pretending. You know, we we saw that with Lonnie Love, didn't we? Before she was with the white dude, she was pretending like she was happy being single. She was making jokes on the TV show that she was happy being single, and once she got with the white dude, what did we see? Her crying. You know what? You, you got to be open to love and. And I was, she essentially said she was miserable and she was pretending because that we're living in an era, especially with female enlightenment, where it's about pretending for the sake of pretending and backing women up Faking even the when they're doing wrong. So, sorry, sorry, say that again? Faking the funk. Yeah, well, faking the funk because you don't want to make other women miserable, right? It's, it, it's, it's about your happiness and her happiness. So you don't want to tell her that you're miserable because then she's going to be miserable because she's single too. And she's going to start reflecting on her life. So it, it really is. And that's why you see a lot of we were speaking earlier about a lot of married women that kind of co-sign this shit, because I'm not going to tell you. Right. I'm not going to tell you that you might want to reconsider what you're saying and what you're doing and how this looks in 20 years. Right. I don't want to tell you that. That's that might be depressing. Right. So I'm going to back you. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, I, was gonna, I don't want to cut you off. Let me just add on mm -hmm. to this. Uh, what I was saying before, let me, let me explain something to him. The whole thing of women saying that they're balling out of control, they're making it six figures, that's the lie that's perpetuate, perpetuated by the media that all black women are just balling out of control and they got all these professional degrees. 75% uh, of black women don't even uh, uh, hit past, uh, no, is it 75% don't even hit past the 50 to 75K mark, right? Um, um, they take up majority of the service sector. The whole concept of them saying, oh, they're just, now finding a man on their level, that's that's a farce. They're not making that they're not making that much money. At best they might, let's say they conventionally, let's say they got like a sociology degree or a psych degree, and they're paying maybe making like 50k, and then the student loans takes up like a third of that, right? So they're not coming, it's not like they're out here talking about they can do bad by themselves. A lot of them, for example, even if they had the homes, 
the through through the recession in 08, a lot of that was destroyed. The people that got struck the worst by the housing crisis in 08 were black women trying to buy buy houses by themselves, single black can, can women, I, right? Brother, let me let me get it. Let me get it. Because this this is what <laughs> we're dealing with. This is what we're dealing with. And this is women in general. So I know it's even worse for sisters. Women in general in 2019 had a median income of twenty five thousand dollars a year. We already know, and I, you know, these are numbers I recite to y'all everywhere I go. 40% of Americans can afford a $400 emergency. 60% of Americans can afford a $1,000 emergency. If black yeah. women are what's low your, or, or so- What's your source? Oh, that's, that a, that's, a, that's CBS. That's C, that's C, as a matter of fact, it's on my channel. I have the links for everything on my, like in my community tab, you'll see where I, I cite these right, things. Post I show it in them. the back chat, Mr. Z, because I know you be dropping that real shit. Post it in the yeah, back you know, I so can, I'm not, can, you know, I'm not yeah. making okay, it up. Mr. Z. Yeah, okay, I just want to say yes. this one thing before yeah, yeah. Mr. Z goes. And not only that, just that CBS, you go to Yahoo Finance, Bloomberg, but specifically Black demographics will give you all of the numbers. Yeah, that's what go I ahead, usually yeah. use. Yeah. Well, well, remember, Black demographics is when they show you that number for men and for Black men and Black women. The reason why it's a tad bit misleading is because they're talking about people that's working full full time. Yeah. When when we start talking okay, about the okay. actual like all of us, the entire oh, yeah. population. Of, of, of when you even when you focus on black people, but when you talk about the entire population of the U.S., those numbers look real depressing, y'all. <laughs> the numbers okay, look real good. That that forty okay, fifty thousand dollars. Your point. I just want okay, to okay. Your okay, but yeah. So so my point my point is, if the numbers are what they are for Americans writ large, but um twenty nineteen the median income household income was sixty seven. You focus on just black women. They're not I know doing what that well. Talking and, about. Yep. <laughs> I know what you know, and, and so the reason why these things matter is because putting on is is like the pastime, especially with social media. That's what we do. We put on. We act like we're way more happy than we actually are. We act like we're way more stable than we actually are. We take the highlights of our life and then we put that on social media. And that's what people think we're actually living on a day to day basis. Agree. You um, know, so when we talk about. Wait, bro, let me let me finish okay, because when, when, yeah, let him you know, finish, Azrael. Let him finish. Yeah. Now I was gonna add on to what he said because he he, he preaching right now. <laughs> yeah. But you know when we talk about what's going, when we talk about these women, um, pretending like they're happy, that is a thing, and I would argue that's the majority. What 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 Atari was saying? Yes, there are women that are pretending like they they. That's not pretending like they're happy. Yes, there's miserable made women. Of course, Thank we're not you. saying that they're not. What we're saying is there's way more comfortable, content, and happy married women than there are numbers. single women. What do you say? Well, I'm saying this because of experiences of women that enter relationships and then tell you how miserable they were single and they were pretending that they were happy when they were single. And if I'm not mistaken, that's what C. Rose and Sister George are saying also, right? Well, so it's yeah. not that, we're not talking about what's, once again, this goes back to what I said to you earlier. We're not talking about possible, we're talking about probable. Uh, two different things. And when, when you were speaking earlier, you were fishing for possible. Anything's possible. Probable is a whole different conversation, right? And what and I'll end with this. I, I argue in the next 20 to 25 years, the level of misery we're gonna see from younger Xers and millennials, mainly women, because we already know men die. Yeah, you're gonna die single. Yeah, the world is used to seeing men die single, dusty and broke or whatever. It's gonna be a whole different thing when we see a whole lot of women dying in this particular instance. I'm not even trying to pull a Kevin Samuels right now. It's gonna be a different thing because the, the front end is gonna to come to an end when, when that skin starts sagging and those um, um, tiger prints on the, on the breast start looking like tire marks. It's gonna be a different, you know, it's gonna be, and, and I'm, I'm not trying to make fun. I'm, I'm preparing us mentally 
for what you we're going to see in the next 20 I'ma and 25 just go years. I'm going to get some more surgery and then yeah, yeah. we're going to be on the same level. My example is all of those grandmas you see. Look at all the grandmas you see on social media thirst trapping for young dudes, man. We see it. They, they're they playing the pretty Ricky in the background. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. And sleep by yourself because them dudes ain't spending the night. And not because you kicking him out because he's going to the woman he actually want to be with. Ooh. You know what? Ooh. What they call it. The white dudes call it target practice when they start sleeping with women over the age of 50, right? They call it target practice. You know how degrading that is? So that's what I'm saying we're going to see in the next 20 years. I'm preparing us. Tying that to the city girl thing, that's what you're going to see. A lot wishful of these sisters thinking. that don't get it. I, I I'm do not, it's not, it's not wishful Atari, thinking though. because I don't wish that on women. I'm not wishing that. I'm predicting that's going to be a thing. So and both of us are spent. No, no. No, I, I do have if a I, question. I just Wait a minute. I'm, 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 Wait, I'm sorry. Okay, sorry. go ahead. Go ahead, Mr. Because I'm, I, I just want to stress her. Yeah, because I'm not. You gotta because I just want to say to her real quick, it's not. Because I'm not. Yeah, because I'm not. I'm not. It's not wishful thinking. I don't wish this on black women. I'm predicting this. And me and you are still young enough where we can have this conversation in 20, 25 years and see if I'm right or not. Hopefully I'm still alive. Hopefully you still alive. And I'll pause right there. Okay. Um, I do have Mr. Azriel. I'm going to let you go first. And then I do have a question for Miss Atari. Go ahead, Azriel. Oh, no, and I didn't want to, I wasn't trying to rush you, Mr. C. I was just saying you hit on so many points. Um, man, speaking of which, and people was talking about the shame, blame, explain. That's the thing. We're not, we're just forecasting because we, in terms of data and whatnot, we're just looking at it. Like, for example, there, there was a stat out. They're saying 50% of women over 30 are like single, right? So it's like that number is only going to increase. We're talking about, those are from like, we're talking about people that are late millennials to uh, Gen Xers. Um, the whole thing of what uh, of what Atari was saying is how do you know married women are um, more happier than single women? Well, if you think about it, in theory, for example, we can think about it from Republicans and Democrats, right? Most women that are married are more than likely Republican, right? So in that respect, if you look at, when you look at, uh, I forgot the stat, but if you look at who who are more happier between the two uh, uh, politically uh, ideologies, between a Republican and Democratic woman is more than likely a Republican woman. That's because they have more of a conservative view. And if, uh, if not, they're more than likely married. So the whole concept of saying, oh, these women are miserable is like, uh, even if they were miserable, they wouldn't want to switch places with you as a single woman. Trust me. They're having people complain, oh, they, they, it's either, what it is is like a lot of women are saying, if it's not, if it's not the man paying the whole thing or financing or subsidizing my, my glamorous life, I don't want it. I'm going to just be out here running the streets. But it's like other women are like, no, nah, I, I can take the 70 30 rule instead of saying out is either all or mm -hmm. nothing. Mm -hmm. you know? So, you, yep. So, so, you know, and, and combined with the fact that one in three women on psych meds, I'm, I can pretty much attest to you that the majority of those women are not married women. I, I but can, black I, men off themselves the most out of everybody. What? See, here we go. Moving the goalposts. Cut it out. That, but you know what? It's, yes, it's like really, and truly, like that's it's sad on both ends. But but I we know that that's true, Atari. There's an increase in you know blacks and suicides. And right. Black. I think it's it's, it's it. not it's you know, not about moving the goalposts. It's about one-upmanship. No, he said. Psych no, I know, medicine. and I like I, I don't want to get into that. 
hold on real quick. Mm-hmm. We know that um, both, both of you guys have valid points, but I don't want this to turn into like you guys going back and forth, trying to say yeah, that was in my a worse point. situation. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. both at the bottom, trying not to be last. Yeah, no, I just, yeah. the, the whole concept of saying like, oh, the grass is green on the other side, this data to prove what she's saying is a fallacy. Yeah, that's all I'm trying to point out. Um, you know, like I said, I, I think, especially I, I'm a young person in my what 20s. Data? I, re- I I just I just provided you with data. Well, where can I find it? I'm sorry, because I do want to look it up. So I can I'll put in the links in the in the comment section. You can go from y'all yeah. find and the data's gonna say that the married Bloomberg women are happier than the single women. No, I well, think Lou- let me let me I'm ask sorry. you a Wait, question, Atari. Wait a minute, Azriel. Let me let me ask you a question, Atari. Okay. okay. If you are able to amass and have use of two incomes you you have a lot more security within a marriage than you do without and that's both men and women right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. do you think security is important to the modern everyday woman Yes, which is why, you know, the, well, they're saying that they really don't have the income that a lot of the media is saying that they really do have. I mean, if you're not focusing on a husband and children, then, of course, you can start businesses and, you know, hustle, 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 you know. So. Okay. And then when women get to a certain point, they do want to get married after a while, right? But it's some, remember? Yeah, yeah, it is so some. Some, some want to live a single lifestyle. I've met women. It's new to me because I was brainwashed to believe in have kids, be married, stuff like that. But there are some girls that, hey, I choose not. Let me finish here. There are some girls that I choose not to have children. I choose not to be a wife. I want to just, um, you know, live my own life. So I, I can't say that they're miserable. I really can't. And I can't say their wives are miserable. They'll be incorrect. But I have heard the stories. I've had, I heard the stories on both ends. So. I'm not putting one above the other one, but I'm just saying it's possible for those city girls to be really, really happy. And you have you ever seen um, really, really like much older women that are single? Yes. And what do their lives look like in your from your perspective? Um, all of them have homes, all of them have cars, all of them have beautiful mother days where all their children come and celebrate them on social media in real life, um, going to church or whatever case may be. They probably still are brainwashing to believe in something is wrong with me because I don't have a man. So they may still desire that, which is the younger generations are, you know, they don't care, you know. But okay. isn't, isn't what and, you're saying, and, and Wait a I'm minute, sorry. wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay. Because when I have come across older women that are single, um, the homes are usually not as clean. Um, the kids don't what? visit them. The kids don't visit them on a regular basis. Um, a lot of them don't have kids. Some of them may not have kids at all, but let's say they weren't they've been single for over thirty years or so. Um, they don't generally keep themselves in the best of health and shape. Now, now it could be, uh, like, and I'm talking about women that are, um, 60 and up 60 and up. This is a shocker for me. I was thinking 50. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, 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 because I remember that I they couldn't leave the house with I a bunny phone. We the free generations where we can nice leave with bunnies and stuff on. Their children still come see them. But I, not I the see the majority, the majority 
um, the majority of women who have been single for like damn near the majority of their lives, the ones that I've seen aren't living the best life. Every time I go to the hair salon and I'm talking to women about mating and dating, the majority of them are talking about how the dating market isn't shit and how they would like to be in long-term relationships. The majority of women that I'm coming across, they make good money. I'm not saying that they're the most depressed people, but if they had their option to be in a relationship versus not being in a relationship, most would like to be in a relationship the I ones that i've it. surveyed yeah, um i'm in a so bunch weird. i'm in a bunch of groups where there's dating like dating groups and stuff all of those women every time you asking them to drop a pic and drop your location and all that shit it be post full because people are still out there looking for the dream of being with somebody now i'm not gonna sit here and keep trying to beat down that i think that single women are um lonely and depressed and destitute and shit like that i'm not gonna keep trying to beat down that point i'm saying that the majority the majority of the ones that I've come across, if they could be in a healthy, loving relationship, the majority of them would. Um, some people do. Yeah, some some may live a fulfilling life. And I'm not saying that um, they would prefer a relationship. And I think when we get up here, I think sometimes we get to be a bit disingenuous because they can be happy today. And I'm I'm saying that everybody goes through happy happiness and sadness. We all do. We're humans. But um, if you talking to women who with the, when it comes down to being single by choice and all this, that, and the third, I absolutely call cap on that because if the right guy came along every or the right woman, but most women would hop into a relationship if the right thing came along. Most. Right, I, See, I personally also, think that I agree that oh, like women, and I'm talking about women in their sixties. I know quite a few women 60 and older who uh, don't have children and are not married. Uh, you know, a couple of them have been married and their spouses passed along and they absolutely desire companionship, but they're content with their lives. If it doesn't happen, they, they have nice homes. I don't see a bunch of older women with like raggedy homes and their kids don't come <laughs> right. soon, but they may see their children, but make, they're not seeing them daily like they would if they had a partner, some companionship that they're there with each and every day. But I do think for most women, this is just my personal belief. There's no data because this is my personal belief based on my life experience that especially, you know, middle age and older women like, but you know, once the, you, you've kind of that city girl thing has run its course um, that you desire a companion, somebody to come home to at night. I, I believe that too. I agree. I agree. I just, you know, like I said to Miss to Miss Atari, we have to give it because what we're dealing with, especially millennial, younger Xers, millennials, Gen Z. This is somewhat of a new frontier, and I, I estimate that this is not going to look good, and we're going to see what this what this newfound freedom and and is going to look like in twenty years. It's not something I'm I want to see. You know, it, this is not something that I'm, I, I want to see, but I, I don't see how this works because, first of all, you know, if we're just doing the math, women don't make enough. They don't. They just simply make don't. The majority of women, 
for, for, for to live off of retirement. You 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 you're 100. No, but you're you're 100 percent right. If I if ma'am, but it's expected. You know, go ahead, go ahead. Thank you. That's exactly what I was gonna say. I think women are going to be very successful in 20 years. Probably the president of the United States, black women. Yeah. Well, okay. So are we are we going off of are we? I'm gonna be honest with you, Atari. When you when you say for what that kind of scares let me. Let me ask. Let me ask her. Mrs. You can Z, predict doom and gloom do on black women, but I can't predict positivity on black women. How much? Excuse no, me. No. Honestly, honestly, sweetheart, I really don't care. You know I'm just what? Ask you a simple question. If I, I just want oh, to wait, finish wait, my wait, point. Wait, 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 Mr. Z, Mr. Z, Mr. Z, and Azriel. This is the thing, though, Atari. I don't think it's a a point in wanting doom and gloom um to happen to black women. Thank I you. think it's more so of a point you're talking about doom and gloom and people wanting to predict that start looking at what financial analysts are predicting Thank start you. looking at what the housing market mm -hmm. is predicting Thank you. inflation Let's, let's this is the uh worst inflation we've had in 40 years yeah, you're longer. looking at the no, people longer. that aren't eat. let point. me finish Look at the housing market. you're looking at Look people at that. that aren't even able to purchase houses in in the Atlanta area, they're telling you you have to make three times as much as the rent. You're three so times as much. Three times. Let, they want eight hundred thousand. I, I agree with Danny too. Yeah. And if you think about it, Atari, I understand what you're saying. And at one point in time, I was very idealistic as it relates mm -hmm. to black women and the black community in general. To be completely mm -hmm. honest, but what Danny is saying to you, like literally, there is data to support where we're trending. And when I say yeah. we're, I'm talking about black women, especially when you look at our current climate with inflation rising in the way that it is, wages are not matching. Thank you. You know, what, what the, the inflation literally, and I, and I see black women that are saying they're living their best lives, they're vacationing, they're doing all these things, but I don't see a lot of black to be completely honest, um, you uh -oh. know, uh, how you're, you're breaking up. You're breaking up, sis. I don't see black women. Uh oh, sorry. Um, mm -hmm. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Now we can. Yes. Up a little I was bit. just Let's saying. See. I don't. Oh, yes, messed up. No, no, you gone now. <laughs> I think it's because it's raining here, so mm -hmm. my connection keeps going out. Sorry. Um, but I, yeah, I, I see what y'all saying about inflation. But I mean. If y'all want to say the media is lying, y'all can. But I believe a lot of black women are starting a lot of businesses and they are making money. But whatever the case may be, I think that there is God. There is God and God is there to protect us. So oh I feel boy. like we're going to be all right. Oh we're going to be all right regardless. God. And in, in 20 Not years, I see us but being you know very can I, ask, can I ask the sister a question? Go ahead. Oh, but, you know, well, well, I'm had going to let you in because you haven't had an opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. I want to say That's one cool, thing man. and then I'm done. Atari, I understand what you're saying perfectly well, but Just we have to have something concrete. You know, faith without point? works is dead. Like, you you may Azriel, can you not Azriel? hear? God damn. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry, there's a lag. That's why. 
I do think that black women are starting more businesses. Like we can't, there are some positive statistics regarding black women, but we have to look at the whole picture. Starting those businesses, especially small businesses that garner you an additional $10,000, $20,000 a year, um, and, but not having a concrete plan as it relates to your retirement and wealth building isn't really helping you or you know women who look like you. So just looking at the whole picture, there are some positive stats about black women and we can't ignore that. It's not all doom and gloom and all negative things, but black women do need to be aware of our current circumstance and start planning ahead. Uh, go ahead, wise man. Thank you. Well, I've been listening um, uh, afternoon and evening with y'all at um, sisters and brothers. Um, I've been listening for a minute and uh, Sister George really kind of laid it all, all the way out, all the way from, you know, everybody wants to like, you know, to put it in a nutshell, everybody wants to have somebody, even the city girls, uh, you know, at some point desire some type of companionship. Now, are they yeah, men as well, sister. I mean, see, I'm not biased. It's, it goes both ways. Sister George really outlined it for both city guys and city girls. Um, but when it comes to, I, I think it's a response, you know, uh, black women and uh, uh, embracing that culture is a response to black men, uh, black men's behavior. You know, right. men, act, you know, men act like, you know, well, we don't need women. We only want to pump and dump and all this, this, and that, and the other. And women are just saying, I can do it too. Pretty. And that I think that's what it's a response to. However, sister, it's not a long-term solution on either for men or women. Because you were you mentioned God. God don't want man and woman to be alone. And that's a natural nature. Jesus that's was an alone. Instinct. Well, just hear me. Oh right? boy. It's it's a natural, it's a natural inclination for you to want somebody. You know, the women are not dressing up looking pretty and hot and all that for themselves as much as you hear that, that nobody's doing that for themselves you're doing that to be seen by somebody else so there's a desire there that that you know you you may want to ignore you may say well i don't need a man well you don't you only can say that you don't need a man because a man hasn't been there and it's really from a generation of older women who have failed in their relationships or you know or men did them wrong or whatever which is why they have to say, I don't need a man. Right. If they had a man, they wouldn't have to say, I don't need a man, you know? So I, you know, and if you really look at the, the age group, I think it's a, it has everything to do with age. You know, when you are young, you feel like, you know, I could do this forever. You know, I'm not old, but I'm not young either. Well, as young, but you know, you feel like, Oh, I could do this forever. I could club, I could party. I could go get money. I don't need nothing slowing me down. I don't want no children. But as you get older, you don't want to be in that home by yourself eating oatmeal or applesauce through, you know, through a straw or something, you as know, with nobody. As long as she can still there. twerk, wise man. As long <laughs> as she can still twerk, that's all that matters. That boy, it, it was, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, it, and it's one thing that the brother said. He was talking about the evidence and how we're going to have a generation of women. Uh, you know, we're going to have a generation of of women who, you know, are manless essentially, right? But that's not even true. I mean, not in a realistic sense, in my opinion, right? In a realistic sense, for the simple fact that a woman out of necessity could grab a man. She can always preach, get a man. Preach. You know, and so it go, it's, it's both ways, though. And a man can always get a woman, too. So it, 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 it's, it's very fair across the, uh, across the board, if you really look at it. Though men may have that mentality while they're young or while they're, you know, mid-40s, 
even 50s, I can always get a woman. Yeah, you can always pay for a woman. True. You can always drive up and down Figueroa or whatever street in America and pay for a woman. You can always do that. And young women can always get an older man to pay. Those are natural things. Yeah, that could happen. But are you long term? Are you going to be happy doing that? No, you can't do that forever. Sister George laid it out. You can't, you're not going to want to get, you know, you, you up in your fifties, I'm going to get nice and I'm going to go out and I'm going to go looking for a woman. Okay. You the last one in the club. And then at the end of the day, you trying to call somebody and what happened when Keisha don't answer? What happened when, you know, I got, I got $50 for you, Keisha, but Keisha found her a man now. Now you lonely. So I, I, I think that a lot of people don't talk about that loneliness. Men could act like they not. And that, you know, you just fronting and women could act like they not. And he's just front. It's, it's a lot of disingenuous in the conversation to support one's personal point of view. That's yes, all man. I got to say. Can I go? Thank you, wise man. Quick. I'm going to read the super chats real quick. I'm going to read the super chats real quick. Shout out to Javon Thompson. He says, Mr. Z got a PhD in black women's statistics. Hashtag SBE. Thank you so much, Javon. And shout out to No Cupcake Zone. He says, You cannot get into heaven twerking, thotting, finessing, and eating McDonald's all the motherfucking crab legs. <laughs> city girls will be on the city bus at some point. Stop playing yourself. Thank you so much, mm. Mr. Cupcake. Or No, no you Cupcake. Can't get into heaven, you can't get into heaven pumping and Listen, uh, we also got a cash app really quickly from Kit Clouds. So thank you, Kit Clouds. He said, you're, uh, we appreciate you, brother. Um, Ezra, we got to have you quick, and then we're going to um, let the general in. Because I, yeah, you know, nah, I know you had an opportunity. No, no worries. No no problem. No problem. I appreciate it. I'm uh, sorry I'm for uh, kind of snapping a little push. bit. My bad. No, 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 no. That was my fault. Because I have a bad lag on my end. Um, it's raining where I am right now. Um, so question for Atari, uh, how much does it cost? How much does it take to retire? Let's say hypothetically at like 65. Well, I don't know. So we're going to let Atari got... answer and then we're going to move on to the general because I don't want it because this to kind of turn Lord. into a back and forth without. I believe that they have uh, no. houses, sup they have houses, supplements for older people. They got um, food stamps and stuff for older people. So, I mean, I don't know what type of. <laughs> I don't know what type of life they're trying to live, but I'm sure the government is going to make sure you're comfortable if you're a citizen. <laughs> but go ahead. Tyler, you playing, right? Are you trolling? Ain't no go ahead. Or you your kids. Move on, man. <laughs> Listen. Okay, let me let the general in because hey. I'm not about to do this with her. Listen. Hey, what's Atari, hey, what's up? Like, really and truly, the government, whatever government huh? stipend they're going to give you, just like they're saying that Social Security is going to run out, it's not really enough to sustain yourself in a comfortable way. They're going to give you just enough to where you probably, you know, won't be living in the <laughs> be able to keep up the level, yeah, level of comfort that we're probably used to. Learn how to bake but, cookies, so. Hey, you gotta be playing. Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? Real, real quick. Shout out to the panel. It's a great discussion. Thank you for having me, Concrete and Sister George. And Sister George, you were absolutely right. Uh, you and you and uh, Concrete. I have to err on your side. You were absolutely right to snap it off. Because let me tell you, real quick, before I lose my connectivity, I'm traveling. Um, let me tell you what's happening. There are 77, 78 people that are retiring from the United States military from age 33 all the way up to age 56, right? There are, uh, let me say it again, 77, right? 60% of that 77 is female, right? 
I happen to work with a lot of them that are a lot of females that are retired. Guess what the, the moniker is among a certain demographic, a large demographic of those females who are retiring that are single. Girl, I guess I'm going to have to find me a man now that I'm getting ready to retire from the army to help me take care of these children. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm scared to retire, girl. It's hard out here. I don't know. I'm going to have to find me a man to come help me. Listen, you can talk all the shit you want to talk. I agree with that brother who said in the next 20 years, we're going to be in dire straits. Why? Because there's a lopsided of men to of women to men already. There's a lopsided of black men to black women. That means that there are 2 million more black women than there are black men. And when you start doing the numbers, and I heard the brothers do the numbers, you start subtracting the black men that are on the down low, black men that are incarcerated, black men that are no longer with us, black men that are undesirable, right? Because of the set standards that some black women have set, those numbers balloon up, okay? So you got to think about two things here. Your quality of life being number one. Yeah, you could be a hot girl. You could be a city girl. I got a home girl. It's fine as fuck. She's 37 years old. Works out every day. Body is banging. One of them little Ooh. natural, one of them little natural brown eyed, pretty brown eyed, hazel eyed mm -hmm. girls with that mm -hmm. little, that little, that little, that little wavy, that little wavy hair and that little, that little kind of caramel brown, the light skin. Stop describing oh, yeah, chili. Okay. Oh, she banging. But, but she got goddamn three children. I'm about to see how many kids she got. By, I knew she by had three kids. different. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait Precious a minute. babies. By three different niggas, right? So now, guess what she's trying to do? She is trying to goddamn me lock some man down to help her with those children because her kids are young. She They're stair steppers. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so because she got what the city girl either? attitude. I don't think so because, see, this is what happened. Q, older on, men, man. which I am an older man, and I will tell you about older men. If an older man desires to be with a younger woman, let's say I'm, I'll be 55 at the end of this month. Let's say I decide to go for a 37, 38, 39-year-old, right? Let's say that, right? Okay, I already got kids, right? So whether she can have they kids, is obsolete. But most men and that most men in that age group are not trying to have kids. What most men are looking for is a woman who's settled. We know that the average 37, 38, 39 year old now, they still doing what? Twerking it in the club, hot mm -hmm. girl, city girl weekends. They want to go on trips. They trying to get the bag. Most older men who have settled themselves have a retirement fund, a pension, investments, a couple pieces of property. The men have gotten smarter. They're like, nope, not going to waste my time with you because I know you just waiting on me to die so you can hit that Social Security check. That's what you <laughs> So how old on. do your woman need to be? That's why most men are not um, are not looking. How old most do men, your woman need to be? Wait, hold on, hold on. That's why most men are not looking right now in the culture that we're in now. Even brothers in my age group, they're not necessarily looking to get married because they don't see any so benefit from being married. Say again? So well, going I'm, to die alone. well, I'm a, I'm an outlier. I've been down that road three different times, married and divorced. I'm with a woman right now. We're fine in our relationship the way it is now. You understand? But Q, can we so be real? I'm only She's I'm fine. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an outlier, and I'm being real, and I'm gonna keep it real because what that brother said is absolutely right. Right now, we have more women from age 27, more women from age 27 to 57 on and some form of antidepressant. They're depressed. They, the outside, 
using social media to look happy and post your best life and you down in Puerto Vallo and all this other shit. Yeah, that's fine. But what but happens they're not when you offering ass, themselves like wait, 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 wait. But what happens when your ass got to come back, right? Your kids are grown and married. They're doing their own thing. Your ass on Christmas, New Year's, Valentine's Day, 4th of July, you got to show up to the barbecue. And most other women that have got their man that with them, they're doing exactly what Sister Joy said. Like, Let me get my man out the way. This helper here, she done fucked him in the bathroom. <laughs> so now you're sitting there. You can be cute. You can be cute all you want to. But now you're sitting there, and you're going to run into a pump and dumper. So now you got your dude at the barbecue. He's going to pump and dump on you for a couple of weeks, maybe a month at the most. And then you're back to square one. That's the reality of what's going on out here. One more thing before I hand it back to y'all, and I'm going to be real quick, as quick as I can. As far as what we're talking about over the next 20 years, men have the ability to sustain a work life longer than women. We all should know this by now. We're in, the way we're going right now, physical jobs are going to become more common. That means construction. That means highway construction. That means building biz, buildings, houses, things of that nature. Women cannot continue to keep that type of employment up, period. They can't. And when you look at it, the average lifespan of a man's work life is about 45 years. 45 years. The average work span of a woman's life is about 22 years. That's on average. All right, so, that so what are you gonna do? So what are you gonna do for your what are you gonna do for your quality of life? Once you done hit all your hot girl summers, once you done hit your once you done got them, get your city girl bus trips out the way, and you bring your ass, now you now you're 38, 39, 40. Now you're hustling and bustling. All the good men that can provide for you, nine times out of ten, they're going to be taken up. They're going to be gone. No scare longer available. Scare women into marrying you. Scare women that don't want to marry you into marrying you. You want to scare women into getting a man they don't want one. No, well, we don't. Shame you know women into marrying you. That's, 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 that's not. That's not. Most, not, most men talking. don't care. I, I'm not just talking you know, to you. I can't tell. I can't we tell. really don't care. Most, most, <laughs> most men really don't care because you have to understand I just gave you a very important number. Right. If in you don't get married, it's going to be awful for you. It's going to be hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you where men have the advantages. I'm sorry, I know it's hard for you to hear, but I'm gonna tell you where we have the advantage. In the city, the size of Dallas, which has 4.5 million people in it, right? Said pop segment of that population in black. We're not talking about um, just one area. We're going to talk about Dallas, Fort Worth, and. Uh, and uh the, the 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 metroplex right What's the, the dfw one single yeah the dfw one okay. single solitary black man who lives in dallas just dallas proper he has his pick if he got his shit halfway together he can pick between from one to 789 black women who got their shit together if he go to fort worth there's another 789 and I still don't that's marry in fort worth if he goes to if he goes to um uh, um, Wait, that's thousand, the other, right? The other place in the metroplex, right? They said I want to marry another seven hundred. Wait, wait a minute. What's gonna become of you when you hit forty? And the black men are like, I ain't fucking with you. They not messing with y'all. You know what, what Mister Tory? I could, if I could say this to Mister Tory, there's nothing wrong with you're saying. Let's 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 say this. You're right. You don't. The women don't. Black women don't want to marry black men. Then you Thank have to. You, you and and, and I, there's nothing wrong with that. We we're, we're perfectly okay with that. 
what we're saying, and this is where you say we're saying doom and, doom and gloom. We're not saying doom and gloom. Like the sisters y'all told so you earlier. Y'all want to warn I'm us. Saying, no, I'm saying, I'm saying, y'all want hey, to time, I, I, I just, hey, go ahead, go, brother. You would, go ahead. Happen. I'll go after you. Go I, ahead. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm traveling. I don't, I don't want to lose my connection. I'm saying, I'm not saying necessarily doom and gloom. I'm telling you what the reality of it is because I'm seeing women that I know on both the military side who are retiring and both on the civilian side who have good GS jobs that are like GS 12s, 13s, and 14s that are nice looking, fine, still got their shape, but they didn't hit that magic number of 40. And guess what mm. they're trying to do? They're looking. And they're like, where have all the good men gone? Girl, these niggas out here ain't hit no shit. I should have stayed with my husband. <laughs> That's what's happening. I'm telling you. Big facts. Big facts. And and this is the thing. When you, like I said, if I go to the hair salon and I usually try to keep around the same appointment and I go in and I'm listening to these women talk about their dating lives and how the dudes at a certain age ain't hitting on shit. And then, you know, they like the guys that look a certain way. And so then they realizing that those guys aren't hitting on shit. Then they think that the nerd guys are too weird or too out the way for them. And then they ain't trying to change a guy and then they don't want to raise them. Yeah, it's easy to convince uh, women that they want to be single. If you, if you telling them that all the good men are gone and everybody else is too fucking weird. Yeah, it's easy to convince yourself that that um, most of these chicks want to be single, but that is not the case. Every time somebody get into a relationship, they post them more pictures than a law allow. I know because I was mm, one of them. Um, no, I'm saying when they get into a relationship. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Right. Everybody see, is happy the, as the the hell. Real girls are in relationships. <laughs> Nicki Minaj is in relationships. Oh, but that, no. and, and that, yeah, that's but, another, you know what? That is a point that I meant Danielle, to touch on. I'm going to touch on it. Real quick? Just real quick. Yeah. But look at the quality of man that she had to settle for. You see, she had to get a man that was way beneath. She had to get a man that was way beneath. Well, her a lot of black women have to get. Wait a that's minute. Why they say wait they a minute. Bad wow. Well, well, that's that's not true. Hell, I know your man, argument. What you talking I, about, Tori? I, I know your. That, that nigga can't on, even man. leave the state without permission. Hey, give me a second before I lose. Give me a second before Q, I lose. Q, you already losing connection. Let me let some <laughs> <for> other folks <laughs> jump in. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Shout go out go to ahead. Javon Thompson. He says y'all care more more about women dying alone than they do. That's another fact. That is also another fact. That is a fact. Shout out to wise man he says thank you my sisters for having me up beautiful discussion wise man you are definitely definitely always welcome we always appreciate your commentary we really appreciate the super chat thank you so much we are going to start the process of shutting it down it's been going on for about three hours go ahead q i was last i'll go first to respond to what that comment was just a minute ago about being more concerned the reason why i'm concerned is because i have literal fucking skin in the game i have a daughter who's 24 years old who just graduated college i have a son who's 27 years old who just graduated college who's in his motherfucking career so you goddamn right i care because i'm looking at the circumstances for my daughter i'm looking at the Say next that. generation of men and women i'm not just concerned about the old motherfuckers out here men and women and these old helpers and these old ragged ass niggas that have passed their prime that's already to hit the wall being 40 and 50 55 whatever i don't give a fuck about that i'm talking about the next generation if we don't fix it now where we're going over the course of the next 20 years is only going to get worse that's where i'm with it my final thoughts is this 
you can run out here and, and play the game all you want to run out here and play the game. At some point in time, your ass is going to have to sit down. And when you go in that room on Christmas night, New Year's Eve, Valentine's Day, and I've seen them, tables of women on this past Valentine's Day when I took my lady out, I've seen them at goddamn, uh, I can't even remember what the fuck we went to. I've seen them, just tables of them. I'm talking about seven, Valentine's eight, nine, Day around a big ass <laughs> table, just sitting there, girl, and watching and looking at every couple that come in there. Hating, I can see the hate and lust in their eyes. Like, girl, that nigga didn't even come. That nigga didn't even call me for Valentine's Day, girl. My man, I don't know where. I don't know where my man at. I can tell you where your man at. Your man is with his woman. That's where he's at. And with that, thank you for having me up, Sister Joyce. I appreciate you and Concrete Rose for allowing me to uh, express my views <laughs> and opinion. Y'all have a good evening. Thank, thank you for you joining too. us, General. Um, shout out to No Cupcake Zone again. He says black men care because black men are going to be forced to take care <laughs> of their city girl aunties, nieces, <laughs> daughters, and mamas. Men are naturally protective. Mm -hmm. Then what are you guys going to do about it? Come save us. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Ed Unchained with his ratchet ass. Mm -hmm. He says, black men have always cared more about black women. Hashtag facts. Thank you so much, Ed. Um, Mr. Z, no, what are you? You gotta let him go now. Boy, hush! I'm sorry. And let us run our goddamn show. <laughs> Mr. Right. Z, what you got to say, man? You know, you mean Queen, Queen, Queen George. Listen, that's <laughs> Queen Middleton. Oh, no, she get real irritable. Yeah, I know. It's cool. Shit. I got, I got, I, I got two compliments. Um, the mama thing just now was that was funny because she really did sound like a mom right now. Number one, number two. Thank you for the compliment, bro. I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make it too rough for you. I'm not gonna make it too rough. I'm not gonna make it too rough. And thank you for the compliment. But no, you know, um, okay. So everybody said something profound. Um, really, people were saying profound shit because it's it's not gonna look good in 20 years. And I think the sister really is underestimating this shit. Really, and I get it if she's trolling a little bit or if she's just trolling. Period. I get it. You know, it's it, it's funny. It's funny. Um, to troll brothers. Um, you know, it's not it's not about. And, and we are worried about black women, but it's not simply about being worried about black women. It's also about the plausible deniability, right? So what we're going to have, and a lot of sisters are going to try this and it's going to fall flat because they, they forget about the internet. What we're going to have is women pretending like they didn't know this was coming. They didn't know it was going to get old. They, they, it, I was looking for love. All of that lame shit they're going to be on in 20, 25, 30 years when, and when they're dying alone. And and it's not a threat. The dying alone is not a threat. It's a it's a potential warning. We see it happening in Japan. Men and women dying in their apartments and nobody realize it or know until the body starts to stink. Don't forget, extras were the first generation of really single like you know, single children. So millennials, we our parents had us even more single and Gen Z even more. So what we're talking about is three generations where people are gonna be dying in their houses and apartments and nobody come and check on them because they don't have no no siblings maybe even no nephews and nieces right so you better be a good a good cousin right and people you're going to be dying alone in these apartments in these homes and nobody check on you nobody know until your body start to stink in a month that's what we're talking about it's it's telling you hey you don't get to play like you didn't know because we've been telling you on the internet for a decade now 
And in the next 20 years, it's going to be more like three decades, four decades, right? So that's not something to play around with. I get that you're trolling. I get that. Yeah, but men are going to die alone too. Well, men been died alone for generations and the world is used to it. Are we going to be used to seeing women dying in their apartments and their cats eating their face? Is that something that we're going to get used to? Probably not, right? And, and, and even what we see going on in South Korea, they don't even know which social programs to put together to, to fix this situation because their version of social security, it just ain't cutting it, right? So like what we're saying is some serious, this is some serious stuff we're talking about. That city girl thing looked nice. I get it. It feel liberatory. It looked nice to, 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 to see other women talking about, fuck this nigga, fuck that nigga. These niggas ain't shit. Yeah, it, it, it feel nice to see a woman that's making $50,000 acting like she a millionaire shitting on niggas. That, that, it feel good to see that because you feel like men deserve it, right? Men deserve it. I get it. I get it. But how is that going to look in 20, 30 years for normal ass women that were only making 35, 30, $45,000 a year? You can live vicariously through the city girls. One of them is, is, is dealing with Diddy right now, right? How many of y'all got that type of sugar daddy on your arm, right? So it, it feel nice and it look cute and it, and it feel good to tell niggas, fuck you. Yeah, I get it. How's that going to look in 20, 25 years? We'll see. Hopefully we're alive. Hopefully what I'm saying doesn't come to fruition. But the likeliness, it's probably going to happen. And not just for black women. A bunch of women in the West are on this shit. It's not going to look pretty. That's my prediction. I don't want that. I have a sister. I have a niece. You know, I have two sisters. I have a niece. Right? It, I'll, I'll, I'll pause right there. Thank you, ladies, for having me up. Man, um, I hope the sister was trolling. I get it. If she's trolling, it's funny. But if not, I, I, I don't know what type of retirement homes we're going to have for, for, for men and women in the next 20, 25 years. It ain't going to look nice. I'll pause right there. Thank you, ladies. Thank you, Mr. Z. Real ass bitch, get a fuck about a nigga. <laughs> Shout out to Cold Steel. He says, maybe the women would compete better for the men if they felt like there were any competent successful men to compete for that's why they're not competing that part okay sure um dj knoff yes what are your final thoughts so um oh wait a minute wait a minute let me shout out this brother 1.0 up in the building shout out to wacky up in here thank you so much wacky for falling through we appreciate it (laughs) Go ahead. Nah. Oh, so basically what, what I got from what the general was saying um, to uh, Sweet Life with Tari is the job that you currently have, you know what I'm saying, holding the stop and slow sign as a construction worker is going to go away. So you got to reconsider your options. You know what I'm saying? Like something to think about. But um, that aside, me being a Gemini, the reason that I think men care, despite what other men say, shame, blame, explain, whatever, whatever. Um, and Danny, we've had conversations. Either I fuck with you or I don't, right? Mm-hmm. So if I fuck with you, I'm going to make sure I do everything I can within my power to extend that courtesy to you, to let you know, listen, like, this is what it is. Will there well, be bunk beds at your house? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Once that decision has been made, and again, I don't speak for all men. This is a simple form of what he's been talking about, what other brothers in this space have been talking about. Like and anybody that's been in YouTube long enough and you follow the right people, you could have potentially made money out of here, right? They talk about YouTube is three, 
four or five years ahead, right? The propaganda, the news is one thing, but then when you have people that are actually, you know, doctors or have degrees, or even if they're just considered self-proclaimed intellectual, meaning like they spend the time to do the research, right? To read into it. Oh, you know what? I need to invest in this because blah, 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 blah. That means something. So there is a purpose for the YouTube space. What you do with it is what you do with it, right? Um, for me, and I think guys that think like me, we see something that's coming. What that looks like, nobody knows. But something is coming, right? But it's on the government or the media to say, no, everything is good. Everything is good. It's going to remain the same. It's impossible. Like, there's going to be a housing bubble. But let them tell, yo, that there's not going to be a crash. It's not going to be that. I just told y'all, yo, they selling these houses in D.C., in these areas, talking about $800,000. Now, any reasonable person, and I'm, I'm going to wrap it up, can look at a spot and be like, okay, well, uh, what type of equity can I get out of this in the next few years? If it's already overpriced or it's at the max, now you're talking about, so you're trying to tell me that this raggedy-ass crib, right, because y'all put a new goddamn granite countertop and some doors in there or whatever, it's going to be worth 1.2 something, 1.5 something million dollars in the next three to five years. You'll be a goddamn fool, period. That's just what it is. You know, that's my city girl shit. I don't know y'all like that. But anyway, point is, if I fuck with you, I fuck with you. So there's guys that's like, listen, baby, I'm trying to tell you shit's going to get bad. I need you. Fuck with me. Follow me. Fall back. Dot I sit back. Come this way. It's two sisters on the panel. They understood. Years ago, they made their moves. They trying to help the rest of y'all. And it's a few guys left that's like, hey, look, man, we trying to tell y'all this shit. Now, everybody's message and delivery is different. But the point is, once that shit switches off and it's like, okay, cool. You don't want to fuck with me no more? Whether you're a divester, you want to go fuck with the white man, you want to go do this? That's what it is. Let us not forget. And this is to shit you be talking about, concrete. The black men, we know who we are. You know what I'm saying? We've been tamed for a long time. But you know, like Sister George know and most sisters know, hey, there's nothing more on fire than a black man. There's nothing stronger. There's nothing more dominant. So should we decide collectively as we continue to get pushed and pushed and pushed to make that decision? Okay, you know what? This is what it is. When it's on, then it's on. And everybody that was on the other side, when we tried to rock with y'all, y'all didn't want to rock with us? That's what it is. It's scorched earth. That's a bad thing. That's why cats don't want that to happen because there is not going to be anybody that can be saved from that, period. With that, I digress. Mm. DJ, Thank now that's the most so I've never heard you say. <laughs> really? Child yeah. He's usually a man of few words when he come up here. Shout out to number 16. He says, what in the SBE did I just walk into? Mm. Baby, it's shame, blame, and explain over in the mammy sphere. We trying <laughs> to tell y'all. Shout out to Javon Thompson. He says, KS unleashed that winter is coming stuff. And now we all have to suffer. All he created he created all these what's going to happen when you're 70 looking ass ninjas. Thank you. Atari, I don't want you to burn in hell. I want you to get me. Eternal damnation. I don't want to. 
It's my turn. I'm to say it with a straight. No. God okay. damn it. Atari. Atari. Huh? I don't want you to burn in hell. Okay, I'm not. Neither one I of I want are. you to find you a good man who is going to take care of you. I got one. Do he make six figures or more? Yes. Pay all the bills? Yes. Dang, oh. Lying your ass all no, the time. No, you be cheating no. on him. No. Then why you was flirting with that old man? Uh uh, wait a minute. Why you was flirting with that old man in that chat the other day? Yes, that's him. Oh, that's already your man. He's 55. No, you talking about I was flirting with somebody in the chat? No, girl, you was flirting with somebody on the panel. Oh, I was playing. Uh, Atari, my man old too, baby. That's how you got to get him. Yeah. No, for real, seriously, because I'm not paying our bills. No. (laughs) Okay. Atari. Uh huh. I also want you to keep in mind. Oh that God. some of them old men have worms. And I want you to be careful. <laughs> His insurance too good. He can't. Listen, baby, a bucket of help. Mine's, mine's old, but fine, in shape, fit as heck. Oh, so mine got he, pretty he, green eyes. Atari, does your old she man have one foot on the grave and the other one in a, on a banana peel? Is no, he, he, he's super healthy, strong, tall. Is that what fine. you really want? Do you really want to deal with him for the rest of your she life, Atari? Worms, of course, worms. to live this uh, life of leisure, yes. Okay. Well, a million percent, yes, yes, yes. He got a young thing. Okay. So okay. do, girl. And be twerking. A young city girl. Okay. Yes. Twerking. <laughs> so <laughs> what we did here, what we... So what we did here is that's that's exactly what her ass is trying to do. She trying to give Mr. Curtis a damn heart attack. <laughs> that's what she trying to do. Don't get so, Curtis a heart attack. Over there frying chicken and shit, Andy. knowing Mr. Curtis need to eat baked. Don't get Harold a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> you called him Harold Concrete, not Harold. Listen, Chuck. you already know them old man names, baby. Ernest, be down there fixing on cars down at the VA. <laughs> baby Ernest then fell asleep down there, child. Listen, I'm trying to tell you it's his nap time, baby. Listen, No, know. Concrete, I'm saying. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, you know what? Good night. <laughs> she be trying to slap him upside the head. Wake up, Mr. Ernest. Mm-mm. You be calling him Mr. Ernest. <laughs> oh, wow. He make oh, you call him Mr. Ernest or Mr. Mm-mm. Mr. Curtis. Ooh. I'm sorry. Huh? He make you call him Mr. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Uh, Mr. Curtis. Oh, no, that's not his name. I don't even know who y'all talking about. I'm, like, uh, I'm, Mr. I'm, Willie. I'm ready to uh, get my car. Isaac said his name is Roscoe. <laughs> Leave Roscoe alone. Now nah, he actually got a uh, white Otis. boy name. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Go okay. ahead, Miss Atari. What are your final thoughts? Okay, so to everybody that's talking about... Uh, they're hoping that winter will come in 20 years. Shame, blame, and explain. They're hoping that winter will come in 20 years. All I want to say is what you wish for somebody else, you are wishing it for yourself. So the future that you're hoping and wishing that comes on black women is definitely going to come out on y'all. Okay. Also, I want to say it is definitely shame, blame, and explain because all I'm hearing is, why won't y'all marry us? Y'all going to be so sad. Y'all going to be so miserable. Y'all going to be so lonely. It's dangerous out here. You're not going to have enough money. What are you going to do when this happens? What are you going to do when that happens? Y'all got to go to the barbecue all by yourselves. It sounds almost like these men are begging these girls to stop being city girls and uh, be with them, right? And we all see that Nicki Minaj wind up with a man that however much she makes she got a husband she's a wife right and also um 
Mm-hmm. Uh, the city girls, oh, they good. both have men. Yeah. You know, one, a high, very high earning, respectable uh, guy named Diddy, right? So, also. That's not her man. She being. Exactly. She was just tricked with a, on. With a, with a of course. Yeah. Got, but they, I'm they got her knocked up. Huh? Young so, child, big, big fat juicy child support check, right? So all I'm saying is that I'm here. I'm seeing success from women uh, living however they want to live, and they can still, whenever they feel like it, go get whatever type of baller, sugar daddy, trick, simp, or whatever the case that they want to be. All I'm saying is we don't have to put one woman down to uplift another woman. I respect mm-hmm. and I love wives. I respect and I love the women who pay half the bills. I respect and I love women like myself who are getting fully 100% taken care of. I respect um, well, I really don't respect the pump and dump men, but you know, the guys that say I'm gonna be a bachelor and you know, play games, whatever the case may be. I feel like everybody should have the right to choose and not say what I choose is better than what you choose. Look at me, I'm more honorable than what, you, what you're deciding to do. My way is the right way, your way is the wrong way. You have to be miserable if you're not living like me, and that's all I got to say. Thank you, ladies. Thank you, Mr. Right. Tari. Um, Atari is a trip. I I will say that. I do want to say, like, I don't think that there's one way of life that's better than the other. I think that it can be better for you, but not necessarily better for everybody. I do believe that, you know, different strokes work for different folks. And I don't believe that everybody who's unmarried um, is envious or, or desires a life that, you know, married women have. I think that most women do want companionship really and truly deep down inside, whether or not they aspire to marry or whether or not they, you know, aspire to, um, live the life that I live, I, I, I can't go as so far as to say that. I think that, um, you know, I, I do think that um, there is, it's problematic that Black women will not denounce the city girl culture. Uh, there's nothing wrong with having fun and enjoying yourself and going out and brunching and even dancing. But I think that, you know, having a, a level of decorum is important. I think that the city girl culture is what's being what's reflective of black women. When somebody talks about black women, they think about the city girl culture. And that's not all to us. Like we're multifaceted beings. Um, absolutely. Some of the concerns that were brought up by the men are things that we should be thinking about. But there are some positive things about black women. Black women are hardworking as hell. When people keep bringing up and I still have been unable to find this statistic about women in the U.S. making 24000 or less. But I know like the... <laughs> A black woman that I know that makes the least amount of money um, works at a hospital and she works like 80 hours a week and she cheats to ensure that she may, she owns her own home to ensure and she drives a nice BMW brand new and all those things. So to ensure that she can afford the lifestyle that she desires to live, she works like crazy. Every black woman that I know either works uh, you know, 60 plus hours a week or works multiple jobs. So I, I don't know, you know, women who only make 24,000, but I do know women who live above their means. I can say that. I know women who are, you know, taking vacations and taking trips and putting it on credit cards or putting it on Klarna or quad pay or what, what, what have you and living above their means. Absolutely. Um, but uh, black women are hard women. Black women do have the top number of new businesses. Black women are the most enrolled in college. 
knowledge. So there are some positive things about Black women, but we can't allow those positive things to uh, overshadow the fact that there are things that in regards to our future that we should also be concerned about. So yeah, thank you for everybody who joined us. This was a real good conversation. Some very good gems dropped and just good, um, just good homegrown conversation that I truly enjoyed. So thank you to everybody who joined us. Yes, um, shout out to everybody who came through. Um, make sure you do spread the word that I am the new leader of the Mammy Sphere. And um, I will not leave you guys. I thank you guys for joining my team. And um, I'm I'm really excited to be you guys' new leader. So um, it's going to be a great reign. And <laughs> yeah, it's going to be lit. Um, I think that, hmm... I got to figure out something to give you guys um, for my uh, leadership um, while you guys are here. So mm. I'll, I'll think about something to uh, spread around to you guys so you guys can have it. And um, yeah, welcome to the Mammy Sphere, baby. We 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 over here lit and um, don't get out here. Don't get caught slipping out here. You know, um, I got the power over here. I got the juice now. So. <laughs> Shout out to everybody who came. <laughs> I can't even say it with a straight face. <laughs> okay. Okay. Anywho, you guys stay safe. We will see you back here um, on Concrete. You're going to be here this Sunday. Um, we'll, we'll holler about it. It's, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll probably see y'all um, back here on Sunday. So, sometime soon. We'll see y'all back here. Sometime I may later. Not. Because I got to go run the Mammy Sphere. So. Listen, um, you better run the Mammy Sphere outside of our office hours. Our office hours are 9 to 5. Last week you said you were should. This week you the leader of the Mammy Sphere. On both of them. Oh, okay. The Mammy Sexy Juice. Red, you better let these niggas know. The Mammy, Mammy Sphere Juice. is here. Ooh. Sexy Red, oh, you ain't even got no mod. You ain't even got no mod, baby. I want you to just time somebody out just for the sake of timing it. Who time uh -oh. sexy red? See, look, 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 look. Watch how this go. Let me mod sexy red up. Damn, I can't even mod her up right here. But whoever just time Apex the ball, oh, your ass is on notice. Oh, I can't even take your damn wrench. Why you time sexy red ass out? <laughs> Y'all some haters. You see what they do? Flat out. Hmm. Apex, you on my damn list. I got your ass. Sexy oh, no, Red. Oh, because she already I, I, timed out. Yeah, yeah they just time, time, just timing her out for no reason. Oh, gosh. Okay. You I know what? Your ass. How about this? <laughs> you sit your ass in time out, too, for blocking her. <laughs> Even though we're about to shut this shit down still. You that don't part. block. Don't don't block the women's. Leave mm. the women's alone. We this running shit over here. Mm. Over on this part. <laughs> They gonna cuss my ass out. <laughs> Anywho, we'll see you guys back whenever we see you guys. Thank you so much for coming through. Thank you so much for all the super chats, all the awesome. support and love that we continuously get. Um, mm -hmm. especially to the men who know that we do definitely rock with y'all and we fuck with y'all. Yes, and we love it here. Exactly. Um, we out. Peace.